From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thank you. Welcome to the program. Seven minutes past the hour. I want to begin with some wonderful news that you're probably not going to hear too many other places. ABC News paid for this. It must have made them violently ill. And I predict they won't be mentioning it either at all or much at all. And I'm, I'm going to tell you right now that if you will if you will join me on this journey, I'm telling you right now exactly how the next months through November 8th are going to play out. We will have to endure the Democrat echo chamber, their static noise as they try to distract America time and time again, whether it's this fake partisan committee that they created this joke committee that nobody gives a hoot about no matter how much democrat free media they get you know it used to be earned media you had to do something now they just conspire and they echo chamber but i'm telling you right now if you join with me and knock it all i know it's tough and i and i i look behind me and i don't see anyone or very few following me when I say these things because people just get hung up on having to know what they're saying, reading what they're saying, watching what they're saying. Just join with me. Pay them no mind. Don't turn on their channels. Don't read their slop. You don't need to. I'm telling you how this is going to turn out. Now, keep in mind, billions of dollars have been given to the Democrats to push their different narratives, whether it's calling Republicans racist, whether it's all the Trump derangement stuff that never stops. And you wait. They think they're onto something. They're going to have their primetime hearings and different disclosures, and it's not going to matter. If you will believe me, I'm telling you, I know how this ends. Now, this is an ABC News poll. They never let you in on the tabular, so I don't know exactly what the breakdown was of Republicans, Democrats, independents, unaffiliated. But as you know, they never do Republicans any favors in these polls. So here we go. 83% of Americans say that the economy... Gasoline, inflation will dictate their midterm election vote. I repeat, that's 83 out of 100. Almost impossible to get a number like this. 83% of the American people say that they will vote the economy, gasoline, inflation, this midterm election. You have nothing to worry about. You don't have to watch their slop. You don't have to listen to them. I mean, they're talking this weekend. We got Trump again. They got him. They got him. They got him. Well, I'll tell you, 
either Trump is slippery as they come, well greased. I mean, they can't hold them. It's like that Seattle fish market. Try to catch a fish. I did, by the way. On our way to Alaska, I caught a fish. Ha ha. It was a good experience. I had to go. And you had to walk this high. I don't know if you've ever been there, but you had to walk this high staircase, I remember. Uh, I got in there, and uh, it was pretty cool. Biden is completely underwater, handling the economy, like 30%. Inflation, 28%. Now, here's a funny one. 27% of the American people approve of gasoline prices. Okay. Now, you understand? I always tell you that there's about 30% of absolutely certifiable barking mad one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Cosmo Kramer crazy. Okay? There you have it. I left Minding my own business on Friday, I just drove past my corner gas station about three and a half hours ago. I look at the sign every day when I go by twice. And I filled up late last week. I paid $538 a gallon and it was about $100 to fill. But I was a little over a quarter of a tank. If I ever let it go below, and I think right now, if I had filled up today, I'd have gone over the hundy. And I know many of you listening, I think my friend Chairman Don Purdy was like 200 and some dollars or something, 175 or 200 hours. He's filling up with diesel. I, I get all these pictures. Chairman didn't send me one, but I get all these pictures of people at the gas pump. If I had gone over the hundy, I told my, my, my man, I said, if I go over 100, I'm taking a picture. So don't, don't clear it out or anything. I'm taking a picture. But it was like 97, 81 or something very close. And again, I was over a quarter of a tank. So 27% of Americans, you, you see why I explained to you why it's so hard to ever get to the correct number because there is a percentage of the electorate that are delusional, flat out crazy, or just completely dishonest. The only positive rating that Biden gets, and he inherited everything from President Trump because he's done nothing, uh, is the pandemic 56% approved, 43% disapprove. And I think that's really a byproduct of almost no one right now is dying. Now, I will tell you, I saw last week a hundred and some thousand Americans infected with COVID-19, but a very small number. Last year in June, around this time, it was probably not even 10%, but yet more people died out of 10,000 people having COVID-19, more people died a year ago than a hundred and some thousand people. So the Omicron pretty much is as billed that it's it's virulent, but it's mild for the most part.
This poll was from June 3rd and June 4th. And it's a nationally accepted representative sample of adults. It's not even likely voters. I guarantee you. And and I've said this so many times. Why do people spend good money and then poll unlikely voters? Can you imagine if they polled only likely voters? I don't even know what these numbers would be. They would be worse, though. So evidently, Joe Biden is in absolute denial. He doesn't understand. He thinks it's his staff. So after the midterm elections, he's going to clear house. Prime Minister Ron Klain, bye-bye. Make all the money you can, Ron. Get ready, because your parachute, you're, you're, you're getting jettisoned. And a bunch of the others are going to go. And incidentally, I have to take back something I said. I said that the Jean-Pierre was smooth and, and uh, more articulate than, uh, I forget her name already, Jen Psaki. Not true. She is awful. It could be, I'm serious about this. There's a big difference between having the job and just filling in once in a while. She seemed good as a fill-in person. Flat out lousy. Almost valley girl lousy. Really bad. Now, Jen Psaki was a lying, just pompous, rude, I mean, ugh, disgusting press secretary. But this one is absolutely terrible. All right, when we come back, I will share something with you that proves that elections have consequences. And if we continued, we're not going to, but if we continued on the course we're on, we would not recognize this country. I'll give you an example that is a very deeply disturbing example. Next, I'm Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 South Jersey's number one talk station. All because of you. We thank you, and we know it. Fox News commentary. We've reached peak wokeness in June as our favorite companies bend over backwards to show their support of the LGBTQ community. And while there's nothing wrong with rainbows and pride, one popular pizza giant has taken it perhaps a step too far. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. Pizza Hut's reading program now features a drag kids book for children as young as kindergarten. It's titled Big Wig and is a picture book that celebrates drag kids. Now, I'm generally not a fan of boycotting companies, but what business does a pizza company have in spreading the woke agenda and to children no less? Call me old-fashioned, but what happened to letting kids be kids? Why is there this new and increasingly aggressive effort sponsored by major corporations to sexualize children? It's hard enough to navigate adolescence without pop culture and now even food corporations trying to play parent and influencer. Woke is a joke, and too much woke could mean going broke. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. Sean Hannity, this afternoon at 3, now. 
Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thanks for spending this portion of your day with us here on the Hurley in the Morning program. Wide open forum in the 7 o'clock hour. I'm waiting to hear back from a friend. Uh, something very special happened yesterday. And I meant to set this up yesterday and I just got busy. I, if you look at our website, I've been working on a lot of important stories. Um, worked all weekend long. But we'll see if this uh, interview happens or not. Maybe the person doesn't want to do it, but uh, they did make it public. So it's not something they're keeping secret, but it really is something that a lot of people would like to encounter. We'll see if it happens. And then Mayor Charles Kane in the nine o'clock hour. Let me do a quick sports update uh, and then get back to something very serious. The Yankees are on a tear. They're 39 and 15. I wish they didn't, didn't even have tonight off. The starting pitching has been absolutely amazing. And they're just flat out getting it done. By comparison, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim have lost 11 in a row, including a heartbreaker last night to the Philadelphia Phillies, where Bryce Harper, last year's MVP, hit a grand salami in the eighth inning. And then there was a three-run walk-off in the bottom of the ninth. And you know when it's going bad, you know it's going bad when that kind of stuff happens to you. Seven spot in the eighth and ninth inning. And and Mike Trout is 0 for 26. I have to believe, I could be wrong, but I have to believe that he's never been to the plate 26 straight times, probably in any level of play, Little League, high school at Millville, uh, the Angels. I don't know ever a time where he's gone 0 for 26. He was batting something like a really comfortable 310. Uh, He was way up there in terms of home runs, uh, very good RBI production, and an MVP contender. When you go 0 for 26, we're at the point of the season where every out you make takes a point off your score, your average rather, and every hit you get adds a point to your average, your batting average. So I have to believe he's probably batting in the neighborhood of like 280 right now. I watched him in the Yankees series go from 3-0 something batting average down to like 296 because he went 0 for the entire three games with the Yankees. So that's your sports update. All right, now on to something very serious that this is this is another reason that the American people will be making a course correction. I guarantee you, I won't be able to guarantee you the um, the Senate because we live in bizarro world, but I guarantee you the House, and that's enough. I think that the Senate is going to go Republican, and as we get closer, I mean, Herschel Walker, like right now I will tell you, if the Wizard of Oz can win in Pennsylvania – And if Herschel Walker wins in Georgia, then Republicans will have the Senate by at least 51-49. I can see a scenario where it could be 52-48. And if it's a really big wipeout, something like 53-47-ish. But 
Get ready for this one. This slimeball government, this corrupt, dangerous government of ours, arrested Peter Navarro, who was a direct presidential aide who was citing executive privilege. Now, in America, usually you go to a court and and a judge hears it and decides if you have executive privilege. Boom. No, they go straight to arresting him. But they didn't just arrest him. They went to an airport where they knew he was to make it as publicly embarrassing and a spectacle as they can. I mean, this is Gestapo like stuff. This is disgraceful that this can happen in America. So Navarro gets put in leg irons and other bondage. And let me share with you by comparison. Let me give you an example. You have this young person who mowed down a mother and her eight-month-old baby and this piece of dung jackass District Attorney in Los Angeles, George Gascon, gave this perp five months in a probation camp because he said that he deserves rehabilitation. This is the country we live in right now. Do you understand? In New York, a criminal shot a cop and got nothing for it, got released. This is the country we live in. Probably a local example that I could bring up, but I want to wait some for some more facts before commenting where a woke decision has been made. But but how do you how do you have somebody put in leg irons? I mean, this is this is the kind of thing where in any other era either side but see this would never happen in any other era but let's just say they would call peter navarro's attorney and they would say your client's been indicted you know come on in they usually let you in the back door you process and and no no dog and pony show but this is what they do they're letting hardened criminals go and they are they are taking at minimum or at maximum rather process type crimes if they're even that's why i can't wait till this election is over uh and this committee is disbanded this partisan horrific abusive committee this is why we need to change the leadership in this country on top of the fact they're incompetent as hell and running this country into the ground we had low inflation two dollar a gallon gas i just went past my gas station and i believe that super unleaded is now in the five dollar and 78 cents per gallon approximate range i usually commit it to memory but i think that was about it It's almost triple what it was 15, 16 months ago. They're saying, oh, oil prices, gasoline prices have doubled 
since Biden's been in. They haven't doubled, way more than doubled. They've nearly tripled. And yes, we've lived to see it. In California, there is gas over $8 a gallon. And if you read my piece of a couple of weeks ago, which I had some lunatic lefty write me and call me a liar. Uh, I don't know how you call me a liar over facts, but they are actually taking these pumps and refitting them to be able to go to $10 a gallon because right now they can only go to 9.99. They can't go to 10. The reason they can't go to 10 is because nobody knew that fools like this would come along that would completely cripple our own independence and create something like this. There's a reason we were energy independent and a net oil exporter 15 months ago, and now we're paying almost $6 a gallon. I have a trip to do at the end of the week uh, to New York. I'm at a full tank right now, but I'll, I'll use it for, you know, the, the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and part of Thursday of this week. So I'm going to have to top off again. I guess I'll be at like a half to three quarters of a tank. I'm going to have to fill up again and then do the trip and fill up again after that. I mean, it's it's unbelievable what this is turning into. It, it, I swear if I could, if I had the power, I would make it November 8th right now. I would just I'd be I don't know about you. And this is not like me, but I would be willing to give up June, July, August, September, October and November, six months of my life. If it could be here right now, because this administration is hurting and in some cases killing people. They are violating people's rights. They are running this country terrible. And the media just acts like everything is normal. Like this is just not a not a care in the world. No, nothing to see here. Move along. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. Yeah, 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 I know it is. I'm Harry Hurley with three stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. A homicide yesterday in Atlantic City. I did not receive cooperation from someone that I expected better. Uh, received wonderful cooperation from the Atlantic County Prosecutor's Office, as usual. The Atlantic City Mayor Marty Small, a very offensive video as a part of his gala, and Stockton University finished second in the world. From the Townsquare, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Let's keep the wonderful weather going for one more day before things turn unsettled through the middle of the week. Mostly sunny and dry today, no complaints at all. High of 77 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight, low of 60. Becoming mostly cloudy tomorrow with a high of 76. Chance of late day showers. Wednesday, sunny clouds and 80, but an occasional shower at any time. Heavier rain Wednesday night. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. The number of people doing business, WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back at 39 minutes past the hour. It is the Hurley in the Morning program on WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. So I want to put an expert's opinion because obviously if I say it, you know, the, the peanut gallery can just dismiss it. You know, as Harry Hurley saying it, you know, 
discount anything I say, uh, even though we get it right so often. How about Alan Dershowitz, who the Democrat media loved until he started calling out these Democrat scoundrels? He's still a Democrat, by the way. He's just an honest one. Quote, I'm going back to Navarro. Quote, it's as if somebody was called to testify about what he told his priest or his doctor or his lawyer. He, quote, invokes the privilege and immediately gets indicted instead of the government going before a court and the judge ruling whether or not the privilege applies. If the judge ruled that executive privilege did not apply in the case and ordered Navarro to testify, then he could be held in contempt for refusing, said Dershowitz, quote, but you cannot constitutionally be held in contempt of Congress without a judicial order, quote, but if the shoe was on the other foot and it will be on the other foot if Republicans gain control of Congress or the Senate. It's funny how he said Congress, even smart people, the House, it's not Congress, Congress and the, the House and the Senate are Congress. Anyhow, don't get me started. Even smart people. Don't, don't know the basics. They say that we're a democracy when we're a representative republic. Oh, don't get me started, please. Well, they got me started, but don't get me started. So they will use this precedent and then they'll go after Biden administration officials and indict them if they refuse to disclose information. And I don't want to be a part of something like that. And every best instinct in me says that when we win, that we don't behave this way, that when we win, we shouldn't behave this way. I'm over that. I am over it. Charge them all. Every one of these criminals. Hillary Clinton should be charged. So many of them that have actually committed crimes. Does anybody really believe that this decision of Sussman, that that was a just decision? Quote, this makes Navarro's arrest, quote, dangerous to democracy, dangerous through the rule of law and dangerous to the concept of privilege, whether it be a priest privilege or a doctor privilege, lawyer privilege or executive privilege. I'm shocked that the Justice Department brought it without there being a judicial determination that he was compelled to testify. Quote, this means Navarro's indictment is unconstitutional, and that's a, quote, real scandal that is far more concerning than the acquittal of Clinton attorney Michael Sussman. It's amazing. This is for a court to decide, quote, not for a partisan congressional committee that has almost all Democrats and a few anti-Trump Republicans on it to be able to unilaterally ask the Justice Department to enforce a subpoena without first going to the court is a very, very dangerous precedent. And I don't think it will be allowed by the courts. I think when this indictment is challenged, the challenge will probably be upheld. But of course, in these days of partisan, even judicial decisions, one can't be absolutely certain, but it is wrong to indict him under these circumstances. And don't you think it's also wrong to put him in leg irons and other restraints? I mean, when they're letting hardened criminals go that shoot cops and all kinds of things. Really just remarkable stuff. Truly remarkable. 
But let your heart not be troubled. When we come back, I will tell you about a very cushy TV appearance that's going to be happening. Uh, And you know it's rigged. It has to be rigged. It's the only way it can happen is if it's rigged. I'll tell you about that next. 44 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Also, on top of the three articles that I mentioned at the bottom of the hour break, I wrote a piece about the former Absecon City Council President Chris Sayer calling out the current Absecon City Council. Check that out on the app on our website as well, the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app or WPGTalkRadio.com. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM, 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. So this ought to really be, as my late father Thomas J. Hurley would say, this ought to be a real beaut. President Joe Biden will be appearing on Jimmy Kimmel Live. I wouldn't watch that show, that loser, uh, two losers, for anything. But he's coming on this Wednesday. Can you imagine how rigged this appearance is going to be? A lot of pressure on Jimmy Kimmel because, you know, he wants to stay really popular with the beautiful people. And, I mean, if anything happened here and there was an incident, oh, my gosh, he, he would lose his his uh, membership card to the Beautiful People Club. So a lot of pressure on Jimmy. No pressure on Biden uh, because they'll, they'll, they'll make it about Kimball if anything goes wrong. But this is kind of hilarious. He's going on Kimmel because of, quote, White House guidance. See, they're running the show. Uh, yeah, Mr. President, you're going on Jimmy Kimmel Live. What? What am I going on there for? Yeah, you're going on Jimmy Kimmel Live. We we're, we say so. Remember, every time you hear these things at the media, they're trying to, to create a new narrative that, that Biden's got to get rid of people because he's mad that they keep countermanding his decisions and things he says. How many times have we heard him say, they, I'm, I'm going to be in trouble they, they told me not to take any questions. They're, 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 I mean, how many different ways do we have to prove this? That this is what it is. Do you remember if President Trump grabbed a glass of water with two hands, they made him a pickled dodo bird egg from the Flintstones. He's on this slick metal ramp that was on what unbelievable incline. And he's got leather bottoms on his shoes. All the military people have rubber bottoms on their shoes. No big deal. Have you ever been on a slick surface? Added a slick surface that's wet with leather bottoms? It's I've told you the story before. I happen to have had some occasion. I don't remember what it was, but I actually appeared on stage at boardwalk hall and i had leather bottom shoes on and i remember fred cerny was there and some other people were there god i haven't talked to fred in a long time uh i said fred this is like an ice skating rink on this thing 
This is unbelievable. And it was level. And it was, I thought I was going to go down. Imagine if it's wet on wet aluminum or whatever that ramp was made out of. So I just happened to be the next day at Macy's. I'm in the men's section. And I look over and there's Johnny Mathis. Johnny Mathis was performing that evening, Saturday, at the Miss America final night. And if it wasn't Saturday, it was Sunday. But I think in those days it was Saturday, one or the other. And I said hello to him. And I said, this was, I just had to do it. I said, will you be wearing those shoes tonight? He said, yes, I am. I said, please scuff up the bottoms of those shoes before you walk on that stage. I said, it just so happens. I said, I don't believe in coincidences. I think I used the expression even back then. This was a long time ago. You can look it up. I don't remember the year, but whatever year Johnny Mathis performed, this is a true story. I've told it a few times over the years. And I said, please scuff those shoes up. I was on that stage yesterday. And now the reason it it was very well cleaned and waxed, uh, if I remember correctly, I don't know what the um, surface is now. It was kind of like a either a vinyl or linoleum, whatever you would call that surface. If I remember correctly, that's what the surface was. So, you know, when you put wax on that, it shines beautifully. But it is slick as can be. So it doesn't matter. I, don't, I think I was probably 40 some years old then. It doesn't matter what age you are. Trump was 70, whatever. Uh, it, it, it's, it's a matter of if you don't have the right shoe for the surface that you're on, Houston, we have a problem. So to this day, I don't know if Johnny scuffed his shoes up or not. But, I mean, I, I, I think I had a breakthrough with him on it. Because if you if somebody puts in your head, hey, I might take my first step out on that stage and, and fall right on my keister. Nobody wants to do that. It's bad for the career. Bad for the high knee, too. Because you have a right knee, a left knee, and a high knee. So a lot of things can happen. But they went... And they're, oh, we have to test President Trump, acuity, and something's wrong with the president because he grabbed a glass with two hands. They make him like he's some kind of oompa loompa. <laughs> two hands, you know, guy, I drink with two hands. <laughs> you know, I was uh, seeing this the other day how Republicans are always dumb and Democrats are always so brilliant, only they're so dumb. And the smart ones get called dumb. There was an article. I don't remember the rag. I think I know, but I don't want to get it wrong. Uh, A famous liberal rag had a headline that said something like, why won't more in the media call out Kevin McCarthy for being dumb? Now, where does that come from? Oh, that's right. He's going to be the next speaker of the house. 
So they're priming the pump that another Republican dummy is going to be very high ranking. Reagan, dumb, Bill Clinton, a genius, George W. Bush, a dope, an idiot, a fool, a dummy, even though he could fly a a fighter plane that takes such incredible intelligence and acumen. I don't remember in those days if it was probably was an F-14, maybe. Now, what do we have? F-18. So you can't be dumb and fly fighter planes. I could promise you that. But Republicans are always dumb. Obama was a genius, even though this guy would say things like corpse instead of core. And and he's a genius, though. But the Republicans are always dumb. And I just thought you needed to know in advance, because he is going to be your next Speaker of the House. They have decided that Kevin McCarthy is also dumb. Now, look, here's what I'll tell you. I don't know Kevin McCarthy. I've never interviewed Kevin McCarthy, but I expect that I will. And every time I've seen him appear, he comes off very bright, very conversant, strong command on in the pressure of the moment type interviews. And there are many times not easy interviews. So just another example, Democrats are geniuses. Republicans are really stupid. That's just just the rule. That's the rule of the game. See how you like this one. Congressman Don Beyer. Democrat, of course, Virginia. He is um, drafting legislation that will place a 1,000% tax on AR-15s. So remember, this is the Obama thing. Oh, we can't get the guns because that pesky thing that we hate, the Constitution that we hate so much that they wish they could burn. Remember when Obama, he talks about these different things, you know, the Constitution to these Democrats is just a very, very bad thing that gets in the way. They hate it. So they can't get rid of the guns. So Obama bought up all the bullets. And now you can't get rid of legal weapons. Even the new Democrat agreement that they're trying to get 10 Republicans to sign on to in the Senate uh, does not call for the banning of AR-15s. So they want to they want to put a 1000 percent excise tax on the weapon on the weapon that that would take the price from five thousand dollars to twenty thousand dollars. But don't worry, Breyer says he's still open to negotiating. Boy, these people are sick. They are really sick. And speaking of Kevin McCarthy, my former boss, President Trump, has endorsed Kevin McCarthy calling him strong, quote, and fearless, calling him, quote, an outstanding representative for the people of California, quote, and a tireless advocate for the people of Bakersfield and the Central Valley. So for those who were wondering, because they tried this wedge, I got to give everybody here a lot of credit. Don't ever let the Democrat media put you into a fight with a friend. Don't ever let that happen. That's what they try to do. They know that they're in trouble. So they, they bring out these who think about it. Who would have tapes of McCarthy's phone? You think about these these criminals. Then they leak that so that McCarthy is on there and they very, very carefully edit it to make it look like he's anti-Trump. 
But here is a great example and another proof positive that President Trump is running for a second term. Because that's just smart. You tell the Democrat media, shove it. And he endorsed him. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. Open for. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is seven minutes past the hour. Now, I do get a lot of text messages, as you no doubt are my witness. You hear this this um, contraption of mine make all kinds of sounds uh, four hours a day. It never stops, and that's a good thing. So I was checking during the break. There were 27 text messages, 27. And then I get people mad at me. You didn't write me back. It's, 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 it's unbelievable. But I, I see Margie's, and she writes, while I'm doing my Johnny Mathis monologue, Margie writes, chances are he listened to you. I thought that was fantastic. Chances are cause I wear a silly grin the moment you come into view. Chances are you think that I'm in now, see, I don't know about you. I love Johnny Mathis's voice. I love it. And I've known this forever. Uh, Johnny Mathis was Margie's mom's favorite. Uh, I love the song with uh, Johnny Mathis and Jane Oliver. Uh, I love Chances Are, of course, is fantastic. Uh, what's the... Um, I'm trying to think. What's the song? It's, it is called Chances Are, I think. The... Uh, the movie with Ryan O'Neill, Sybil Shepherd. Uh, I was going to say Morton Downey Jr. There's a reason for that. I was talking about an appearance. Someone didn't listen to me. I told this was a dignified person. I said, do not go. And I like Morton Downey Jr. Don't get me wrong. I said, but do not go on the show. Now I'm going on. I said, no, don't go on the show. I said, you have to understand that is a freak show. And you will have veins popping out of your neck. Your face is going to be bright red. And you're going to be screaming like a lunatic. And you are a dignified professional. I'm not going to even give the occupation of this dignified professional who is still a great practitioner today. So you know he's been practicing for a long time because I don't even remember the last time that Morton Downey Jr. was on. But remember, his the logo of his thing was this huge mouth wide open. You can't go on a show like that. And be dignified. You just you won't be heard. So you have to then participate like one of the crazies. All right. So let me think now. What was the movie was chances are right with those three. But there was a different song that was the theme of it. Not that song. Anyhow, 609-407-1450. This is the topic for the first segment. And then we'll be an open forum uh for the rest of the hour. 
we have an emergency right now in this country. It is an emergency like almost never before, not since Jimmy Carter was president. We have an emergency that we have to win back control of Congress to save our economy and to save our country. That's how significant the problem is. To your calls we go. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hey, Harry. It's Bob. Bob, good morning. Uh, do you agree with my declarative statement that that literally the moral imperative of throwing these Democrats out of power? I, I can't remember a time. Uh, certainly, I mean, 92, when I started as a broadcaster, was very important. And we had the um, midterm elections and all of that that was Republicans taking control for the first time uh, in 40 years of the House of Representatives. That was a watershed, very, very significant election, and Republicans took control of the um, the Senate as well in 1993 in that same election. But this current moment of truth in our history, it doesn't get much more serious than this. Um, you know, on issue after issue, be it bungled foreign policy, be it the the open borders, but but where it's it's hitting us more clearly and where we really feel it is is just the economy. My God, <laughs> you know how, how could they make things worse? You know, and and you listen to these, you know, Elon Musk and Jamie Dimon. I mean, two heavy hitters, two really knowledgeable. Here. And by the way, Diamond is usually pretty dour, but this is at an all-time level for him. Yeah, but but you know, talk about a you know cr- fellow with credentials. Yeah, <laughs> and and you know when, when he says we're we're going to face an economic hurricane, that that's that's pretty dire. You know, that's that's reminiscent of, of two thousand eight, and who knows? Who yeah, knows the how? only thing I'm worried about is Republicans, if they win the House or even win the House and the Senate, the media will blame them for everything. And then if Biden runs again or they recruit another Democrat and kick him uh, into the ash heap of history, then they make that Democrat look electable and not responsible. Uh you got to take the win when you can get it, but it does position America for a perilous two years following this midterm election, if you know what I'm saying. You know, Harry, the, the, the correlation between our country going downhill, especially economically, is so strong that even the dishonest media, I don't think they can make that stick to the Republicans now. Now, we'll see. I well, mean, if, if you were listening at the beginning of the program, I led with an ABC News poll that said that 83 percent of Americans will be voting in the midterm election based on the economy on gasoline prices and inflation. So this means no matter what their their partisan, creepy, I think illegal uh, January 6th committee, whatever they try to do with their primetime show and all these other distractions, Bob, I feel it. Nobody's buying any of it. Yeah, that, that you know, exactly right, Harry. You know, the, these these are all just sideshows. Okay, the, these are not, you know, what, what, what we're... What the American people are focused on is what's hitting them in, in the in the wallet and the pocketbook. It's it's just no, no doubt about that. You know this this situation with Ukraine that they try to play up and and you know uh, the you know the J 
January 6th is such a joke. It is absolutely a joke. You know, these, if, if anything, if the truth came out about January 6th, it was Pelosi's incompetence or who knows, maybe they even wanted this to happen. Well, I don't, I don't put that past them. I mean, you have to, why isn't she called? Why aren't they called to answer the question? You were given advance notice. There was chatter. Why did you not have additional security? I mean, isn't that if you're really looking to get at the truth, isn't that a basic question you have to explore? Well, you know, the the way this entire committee was set up, it tells you everything, doesn't it? You you have two anti-Trump Republicans in name only. Right. Neither of them will be in Congress uh, in a few months. I love it that Liz Cheney is only 30 points behind in her Republican primary. I cannot wait until she loses. I think they have a sore loser rule in in her state, so she can't run uh, as an independent. She'll probably then, a short time later, announce her campaign for president. Uh, She is a joke. You know, she's uh, positioning herself just, uh, I agree, she's a joke. Yeah, she's positioning herself, Bob, for her, her role, her contract on MSNBC or CNN, something like that. Or, or, or she's going to try to be a spoiler for for a Trump run in two thousand twenty four. Oh, yeah. yeah, if she if she takes half a point away, I, I don't think she's going to matter. I don't even know. Well, she- let's put it this way: the media will play that up like it could be determinative, but I promise you, there is absolutely no way that Liz Cheney will pull Trump votes away. Oh my God, I was going to vote for Trump, and Liz Cheney's running. I mean, every single Republican knows the reason that she would be running. She can't win. She would be running as a spoiler. She'll make no difference. Yeah. Hey, Harry, on another note. There. Hey, by the way, could I say that Liz Cheney would pull more from the Democrat nominee than she would from Trump? Probably would. I mean, look, you know, she's I, I, I don't know what the hell got into her, but she's she's just horrible. She's well, just- she got she got left in sort of placing herself in the Kobayashi Maru. Star Trek fans, the no-win scenario. And she just has gone deeper and deeper. Then she crossed the Rubicon, and then it's over. Now she's full woke, basically a Democrat. Bob, we are so late for the break. 30 seconds, closing comment. Uh, just just thanks for bringing up the great Johnny Mathis. Uh, first time I ever saw him was back in the early 80s and at resorts. And what a gentleman, what a fantastic guy. And, you know, Harry, I, I must have seen Johnny at, 20, 25 times. Now, you texted me 1995. I take that as though you know that's the year that he appeared here at Miss America. I, I cheated and looked it up on well, That's okay, because that's like hard to believe. I was 35 years old when I met him, and I remember him being so incredibly kind. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. He he. We said hello to him after the show. He was at the uh, at the uh, uh, bar at resorts there, uh, and and couldn't have been a, a, a nicer nicer fella. I mean, we we just you know really nice person. And uh, you know he he's been great. Cindy and I saw him in in Florida this winter, and it's the first time in all these years that he's he has slowed down a little, but the voice is still. Still puts on a great show. Good. Really I want to see him one more time. Bob, have a great day, my friend. Be well. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. 
But Joe Biden wants to now give free money away and pay off student loan debt. We Listen, it sounds like a great idea. The problem is we can't afford all of these things. This is what the, the, the false promise of socialism. Every form, every name, every manifestation, chapter four, live free or die, America and the world on the brink. I wrote before the 2020 election. I wrote it on purpose before the 2020 election. I didn't want to write another book, but I felt compelled to write another book because I felt the moment was that serious. Now, this is the on the brink part. America and the world on the brink. And and I don't see this getting better. Really worried about people on fixed incomes and the poor and the middle class. They're getting crushed here. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and Elizabeth Warren, they're all attacking America's tech innovators. The left's bill, S-2992, would take away the digital tools small businesses rely on, empower China to beat America in the race for new technologies, and increase the risk of cyber attacks. When liberals attack America's tech innovators, they're really attacking everyday Americans and Main Street businesses. American jobs, America's security, and the online privacy of the American people are all on the line. Why would Senate conservatives support this liberal agenda that threatens American innovation? We need to stop Pelosi, Schumer, Warren, and the rest of the D.C. liberals from taking away our technology and making China stronger at America's expense. Call the U.S. Senate today at 202-224-3121. Tell Senate Republicans to oppose S-2992. ProtectingTaxpayers.org, paid for and authorized by Taxpayers Protection Alliance. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. All because of you. Thank you for that. 24 minutes past the hour. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hello? Goodbye. Mr. Hurley. Speaking, how are you? Good morning. Uh... Did you say you're taking your car to New York? I'm taking a car to New York, yes. I hope it's not yours. Well, why would you say that? What what other car would I want to drive? New York City? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a limousine or... um, uh, Well, I'm actually going to Hofstra University, so uh, I'll go through barely... New York City, but I'll be moving. Um, the car's not going to be in New York City. But I have to tell you, I've gone to this now for nine years, and I've taken the car, and I've never had a problem. Not a dent, not a ding, not a problem. Keep your fingers crossed. Well, I'm going to Hofstra University. I mean, it's, it's you know, if I can't go there, then then we don't have a country. I mean, it's a very, a very safe place. <laughs> I don't know if that's so part of the country. Well, it is. It is. Okay. All right. Uh, Cheney, I think she's at, she's uh, auditioning for addition to Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Barnyard. Oh, that's, I, I will tell you, that is a perfect thought. You are probably closer than anyone to what she might be doing next because they always have a stooge. It used to be a good Republican and they thought it was okay, like four or five of them and one Republican. We can handle that, right? Now it's four or five of them and one stooge, Republican in name only. She would be perfect for that role. 
Exactly. Let's go to the Republican opinion. Well, you know, I have to agree with you, Joy and Whoopi. Uh, you make a really good point. So you know, we all see the same here. Uh, we've had the Republican view now. I mean, yeah, they're so it's so ridiculous. It's it's just sick. Yeah, it's absurd. Yeah, but it's so obvious. So I wish her luck. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I, I never wish anyone ill because I don't. I believe in karma, but she is a horrible, horrible representative. Uh, she's been very dishonest. She's ruined her career. She went from, I believe, third highest in the Republican conference to where she is now. I mean, basically, the Democrats just use her. She hasn't figured this out. They don't love her. It's like John McCain, when when he ran for president, he said, why don't you love me anymore to the media? He didn't figure out as much experience as he had. They never did. He was their useful idiot against George W. Bush and, and Mitt Romney's their useful idiot against Trump. And it goes on and on. They they these suckers fall for it every time. Right. Well, she's earned every reward she's going to get from them people. Yeah, well, she's going to get absolutely embarrassed in her Republican primary. Then she'll be even more sour grapes. So let's wait for an encore. But I think it would be running for president just as a spoiler and then having the Democrat media report how many votes she will take away from President Trump. That that's that's the play. Uh, and it, and it'll, it'll fall flat as well. Good to talk to you. Thanks for the uh, encouragement on my travels as well. Have a good day. Appreciate you. All right. You are on deck. You are on the air. Welcome to the program. Hi there. Hi. Good morning, Harry. Um, I haven't called in a long time, but I have been listening. But um, especially this morning, um, you know, this is this creepy and almost a slavery reference um, because you can say and do anything to a white male. And in reference to, you know, uh, Navarro in leg irons, um, I guess because he was a danger to society and himself. Right. But the youngster that ran over and mowed down a mom and her eight month old child Gascon from California, the district attorney, believes that that person deserves to be rehabilitated. So they will only be given uh, five months probation. Then, of course, you have the the horrid person in New York City that shot a cop and no charges at all. That person's just out free. But Navarro is in leg irons. This is how sick our country is right now. Yeah, just I wanted to say real quick, um, if uh, if you've ever watched it, and usually it's on the best of um, Ed Sullivan, and it's called One Note Johnny, and he sings with the uh, Lemon Sisters, and um, he holds one note while they sing the soul song. It's amazing. But I, I think I told you this story before, but Bob uh, Forsella was an Ocean City fireman and good friends um, with, with him, and... Uh, Johnny Mathis, they wanted to go for a bike ride. And Johnny Mathis said, no, 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 you know, I don't want to be bothered because nobody will know who you are. So they're riding the bikes. They go to turn around, and there was a whole parade following them. It's a great story, and um, Ocean City and Summer's Point always loves him. But uh, I wanted to bring this up because uh, Newsmax is well on its way of of stealing, um, I think, the TV audience of Fox because, um, you know, there's not many news outlets that are conservative, and Fox is becoming a... All they do is talk about uh, birthdays, uh, donuts, uh, barbecued rich and brisket, 
and Rachel, when she's all, she laughs more than Kamala Harris. They, they just don't ever want to get down to the news anymore, Harry. And it's just a shame because I want to watch them. And I could see why the producers of other news outlets are laughing at them because it's really, it's like a, it's a comedy hour of, uh, you know, it, 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 it's not good anymore, Harry. That's, I guess that's other words that are as simple as I can say it. Well, I would say easy for you to say. For me, I mean, obviously, I'm not an employee, but I work for them. Uh, I have a lot of great friends there. Uh, I have a great position as a fill-in person. Uh, I do think now when we're talking about Fox News Radio or Fox News Television, you think about what these other channels do and their other platforms that are just so completely dishonest. And I think about the fact that I've been doing this now over four years, never have been told what I can and can't say. Every guest I've ever asked to bring on, we've been able to bring on, including Roger Stone, which many in the media would not bring on anywhere. Uh, and I I don't see it the way you do, but I think a lot of people say, well, come on, Harry, you know, you're working with them, so you're just, you know, carrying the water bucket. It's a very good channel. From a television standpoint, it's a very good news talk. It's called Fox News Talk, the network. Uh, Brian Kilmeade certainly is covering very, very tough issues on Fox News. Now, remember, you're going to see cooking segments and different things. But I don't think anybody can say that Pete Hegseth and Will Kane don't tear it up every single Saturday and Sunday. I mean, they're, I don't know what you're watching, but they're tearing it up. Mm-hmm. Well, they do, but Rachel keeps interrupting, and they left. But, you know, I do want to say this. I love Diamond and Silk, and I wonder where they went. And they went to Newsmax. I was watching them before you came on. So I understand. I do get it. But they're, they're I just, I'm not going to go back on what I said. No, I appreciate it. I mean, we can look at the same thing and, and come out with two different conclusions. I know the content that I get every single day from Fox News. I have that advantage. They are covering everything that most of the media is not covering i'm not going to put newsmax down because newsmax is conservative and they're fearless and they're covering a lot of things i mean be honest newsmax has a lot of people who no longer work at fox news but used to uh greg uh i'm forgetting his name boland i forget his last name actually uh you've got the um the two anchors sellers and the blonde, I forget her name. They're a team. They're on it. I mean, it, it is basically all former Fox people. A lot of them, anyhow. Not all, but a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think there's room for, for more than one. And we don't have to put one down uh, for, you know, to pick the other one up. It's, it's two different. One is number one and extremely mature and, and at it for a long time. The other is you know, on the move and, and trying to gain market share and has, in fact, gained market share. But the way I look at it is any eyeballs that are on Fox and Newsmax aren't on MSNBC, CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS at all. So that's a good thing. For me, that's a good thing. Well, it is a good thing. But all I'm saying is, is have you ever gone into uh, a store like a McDonald's or something and all the workers are talking about what they did and what they did last night and all this? That's what I feel like I'm tuning into. No, but I get it. But here's I mean, I don't want to debate this at length because it, it serves no useful purpose. I'm not going to change you and you're not going to change me. But I know Fox and Friends tears it up. That's three hours a day. Uh, I know that Perino and um John, forgive me his last name. Uh, well, actually, she's with Bill Hemmer. Then you have John 
who was uh, a network anchor for a long time with CBS, and you have Sandra Smith. They tear it up. The Five absolutely tears it up. Cavuto does before that. Uh, Brett Baer is extremely content-heavy. Uh, and then forget about it. The the primetime lineup, Jesse Waters, uh, Tucker, uh, Sean Hannity. Uh, I don't know you know exactly what uh, Shannon Bream does because it's way, way, way past my bedtime. Laura Ingram before Shannon. So I think the content is there and you're overstating the case. Okay. But we can still okay. be friends. All right, Harry. Okay. Thank you for the time. Thank I you. appreciate it. Yep. All right, take care. See you. You too. Let's get our break in. When we come back, more of your phone calls. This is Hurley in the Morning. As always, do not try this at home. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And this is Harry Hurley with three. Maybe I'll squeeze in four stories that you can follow right now on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. A homicide yesterday in Atlantic City. We have the story. Check it out. It's on my byline, under my byline. Atlantic City Mayor Marty Small has an offensive video ad that I think has been scrubbed, but it existed and we've got it. Stockton University has finished second in the world. Check that out. And former Absecon City Council President Chris Sayer calls out the current city council. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. Seasonably cool this morning, seasonably warm this afternoon. We're starting off mainly in the 50s here, and it looks like we'll top out around 77 this afternoon. Cool spot will be the immediate coast. Skies will stay mostly sunny, winds will be light, and humidity nice and low. Increasing clouds tonight, low at 60. Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a high of 76. Most of the day looks dry. Showers creep in late day tomorrow. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Every search you make. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hi, it's Mark Lee and Van Camp. Join us later today at 1. Now back to Hurley in the Morning on WPG, Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's Talk Station. We are going to move through as many calls as we can in the 21 minutes that we have straight ahead in wide open form. 8 o'clock is also looking uh, very promising to take more phone calls, so don't bail out. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. It's a great day in Brigantine. Oh, yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> You know, um, I want you to check your uh, uh, texts when you get off the air, because I made a similar comment about Johnny Mathis and chances are. And I want to see if Margie got to you first or me. (laughs) Uh, Hold on. Hold on. I'll tell you right now. Hold on a second. This will be easy. (laughs) It it was probably within seconds. Uh, Probably. I'm going to say sight unseen that Margie got to it first because she listens live on the uh, radio, and I believe you listen on the app on your phone, correct? Yes. So here we go. Yes. <laughs> this will be very simple. Yes, Margie was ahead of you. You were at 6.55, and she was ahead of you because it's, it's right here. Uh, let's see. She was, oh, it was very close. She was at 6.54, one, one minute, which really could be seconds because uh, the clock could could change a minute. But anyhow, what's going on? Well, a minute is right because I, your your app is like a minute, almost a minute yeah. behind. So yeah, that the works. latency. But I, I, and now Margie says, uh, you know, that she thinks that 
chances are good that Johnny Mathis listened to you. Yes, yeah, she said the chances are good that, that Johnny Mathis listened to me and scuffed up his shoes to then take that uh, then, in 1995, ice rink-like surface that was on the uh, boardwalk hall stage. Well, maybe he listened and maybe he didn't. It's not for me to say. <laughs> but uh, anyway, <laughs> so, um, so um, you know, the, 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 uh, uh, the situation with Biden and the gasoline, you know, I thought that Biden wanted to protect the environment. I thought that Biden cared about climate change. I thought it was an existential threat. No, no. He wants to buy all this dirty energy. Uh, we, we, we have exposed him. He has exposed himself. This has been a Democratic plan for many, many years. They are delighting. They are celebrating these high gasoline prices. Well, Barack Hussein Obama, uh, Rush Limbaugh said this, uh, that he presided over a managed decline. And, you know, there were a lot of things that Obama couldn't do at that time. And as you recall, a lot of Democrats became uh, unhappy with Obama because they say he didn't go far enough. But remember, after two years, he got demolished, 68 seats in the House, a slew of seats in the Senate, and then he didn't have the Congress the rest of his presidency. That's when Democrats usually fake like they're really good, though, because they play against the Republicans. They get the media to trash the Republicans and then presidents when they have no control of Congress get away with a whole lot. Well, I I we've talked about this before but you know the expression money is power so then the converse would be true the lack of money is the lack of power so anything that biden and the democrats can do to make sure that americans have less money in their pockets that means they have less power and and when they have less money in their pockets what do they need in their life more than ever When they have less, when they have yeah. less money in their pockets, yeah. what do they need more than ever? Yeah, they need leadership. They they, need- no, they need they need the government. They need the handouts. They they purposely create a scenario where people need more because then you need them. Okay, so as Charles Krauthammer said, uh, the Democrats create subsidy to create dependency to create constituency. They are buying votes, and this is what the this is what the bailout is with the colleges. They are trying to bribe young people into voting for them because they have they have no other reason to vote for them. This is what we talked about the other day, Harry. Donald Trump in four years had removed any reason anyone would even have for even thinking about voting Democrat, particularly in the black community, and that's why they went after him with all their might, with the media, in every way that they could, calling him a racist. They could not, well, I remember saying, if President Trump's numbers stay where they are right now with the African-American voters, he can't lose. It's impossible. So the Democrats went on a full frontal assault, uh, racist, 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 and, and just everything they could to chip away at that. And it is a shame 
because Democrats have kept a lot of their voters down uh, and needing them for their support since the Great Society. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, And they just keep getting away with it. Andy, I've got to run. Good to talk to you. We have uh, one open phone line at 609-407-1450. You'll be next when we come back, and you'll be right after that. I hope you can hang in there for just a little bit. It's WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 at 45 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. But I did get a nice little note on uh, social media from one of our listeners today who said, hey, guys, I filled the tank for 32 bucks. I went, wow, where's this guy at, right? His lawnmower. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Another one of our listeners suggested today perhaps getting a student loan to go on vacation. There you go. (laughs) Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. Weekday afternoons at 1 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It's early in the morning, anytime, anywhere, on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. It is nine minutes before the top of the hour. Your phone calls for a while. We're going to take phone calls, so don't go go away uh, at the top of the hour. We'll take calls into the 8 o'clock hour as well. Mayor Kane in the 9 o'clock hour. Shout out to Dan and Nancy Godaskis. In real time, Dan was texting me. Uh, And he sent me this amazing photo with President Trump. And this is pretty cool because there have been a couple of lunatics that say that I just made up that I know President Trump. I really don't know him at all. Something. No, I I didn't get hired by him. No, I didn't interview with him. No, I didn't work with him for a couple of years. And no, he wasn't like the first, I guess, Chuck Malamut. Then Donald Trump or 11A, uh, the first advertiser on this program when I left President Trump to start the radio program. Now, I didn't know him at all when he comes on air and says the things that he has. So this is the kind of stuff you're just dealing with bald faced liars that that are out there. Yeah, Harry doesn't know Trump. Trump doesn't know Harry. So anyhow, um, Dan wrote me, highlighted my name, Harry Hurley, on social media, on Facebook. POTUS sends his best and said, quote, good man. Harry is a great man, quote, unquote. So to quote Bill Murray, we've got that going for us, too. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Harry, I want to talk about the asylum uh, ruling by President Biden. He has no jurisdiction to do it because immigration laws, of course, made by the Congress. He's supposed to enforce it. Yeah. The asylum law is the first country you step foot in is the country you must declare asylum in. So many, many, many of those folks are breaking the law just by going to Mexico, then crossing and declaring asylum here. Right. And of course, he knows that. But this is the game. The game is getting as many as you can. That's why all the materials were there. The southern border wall would have been done in a short period of time. This is exactly what they want. Yeah, then he uh, then he comes up with this uh, move where the new rule in asylum is. They clarified it where everybody who comes across, the answer must be yes. That no is not an option on the new law. Well, that's that's true. That's just ridiculous. 
First of all, you know they drop pamphlets. They show them there's a route that's marked. They show them how to get here. They tell them exactly what to say when they get here. There's certain things that if you say you have been physically assaulted, you fear for your life. There were there's there's exact words. If you use them, boom, you're in. You get your bottle of water. You get your free phone. You get your EBT debit card. You get your rent. You get your furniture. You get it all. Uh, and it's just incredible. They don't care who they're bringing in. There's no screening at all. They have brought in, as you know, drug traffickers, human traffickers, MS-13, all kinds of bad people. And no doubt about it, some very beautiful people that want a great life here in the greatest country in the world. But you can't run a country like this. Well, there's a dramatic turn in the Hispanic support for Republicans. Correct. Especially in Florida. the, The numbers the numbers are scaring the Democrats because the. Believe it or not, these folks are hardworking people. They're not socialists, and they hate socialism. And by, the, hate by the way, you say, believe it or not, it's not hard for me to believe at all. Not hard at all. Uh, I love it, actually. And, yes, this is going to be very dramatic. The percentage of the Hispanic vote to Republicans in the upcoming election cycle is going to be record-setting. Quick-letter grades on a couple of cabinet folks. Uh, a to F, Mayorkas. F. And I would give him a G if you would let me. <laughs> Grandholm? Uh, D minus. And my favorite one is uh, Mayor Pete. Yeah, Pete Buttigieg. Um, I'm just feeling kind. I'm going to say C minus, but I'm definitely giving him a curve when I give him that grade. He He's in the, in the D uh, caliber as well. Horrible. Just a horrible... Uh, it's a horrible cabinet. None of them are any good. Well, it's, uh, it, I'll compare it to your net, your uh, station that you're on now. You guys are like the Cincinnati Reds because your lineup is stacked. I mean, your only flaw is the pitching uh, spot, which was five o'clock. Till 6 o'clock <laughs> but it you. is, but it is good to have just a little difference of opinion. I, I know that's why Chris did it. Uh, so I, I understand it. And keep in mind, I, that's my lead-in. So no favors for me, thank you. But I'm for for having differences of opinions. They're for shutting speech down. You look at our lineup. Sean Hannity, the best on the planet. Bill O'Reilly, Brian Kilmeade, Mark Levin. I mean, come on. This lineup is incredible. Joe Paggs on the weekend. I mean, you go on and on and on and on. This lineup, this is, this is actually the 1927 New York Yankees. This is Murderer's Row. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a hell of a station and that's a hell of a lineup. And Harry, one more thing, I will I will say, is when we do get to November, we can't bring the we can't bring the Rhino leadership along. We have to we have to have conservative leadership at that point. Otherwise, it's going to go right well, back to the swamp. Well, you're going to. Uh, I know some are looking a little bit sideways at Kevin McCarthy, but I think he's going to be fine. And look what President Trump came out, full-throated endorsement, which is huge. You've got Jim Jordan, who's fantastic. Now, this leadership is going to be tremendous. There'll be no fakes. There'll be no, to quote Bob Grant, no phonies, no frauds. Uh, It'll be real dealers, no doubt. And just remember, uh, Peter Navarro, get that optic in everybody's mind, 75-year-old man. In leg irons. In shackles, yep, leg irons and cuffs. 
And those leg irons make you, uh, when you're in the car, you have to look down to the floor. And he was put into John Hinckley's cell. John Hinckley goes free. Peter Navarro was put in jail. And, of course, the, the guy that mowed down the woman and her eight-month baby, five months, because Gascon says he is worth rehabilitating. You've got the person that shot the New York City policeman. That person's out. No charges. It's crazy. Dan, I've got to run. Our next caller is going to be you. Please hang in there. This portion of Hurley in the Morning brought to us in part by Batteries Plus Bulbs. Batteries Plus Bulbs, they've been helping so many of our guest listeners right here next to Broadcast Center at 900 Tilton Road in Northfield. And Roy has a second store on Route 73 at 1215 New Jersey, Route 73, Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Harry Hurley for Batteries Plus Bulbs. Roy and his team, they are extraordinarily service-minded. They have creative solutions to fix your cell phones or batteries for any type of device, power tools, or any type of battery pack issue that you will have. They can rebuild them. Everything from as small as a watch battery all the way up through the size I've seen in there, the size of a car battery, probably even bigger, and I just don't know it. All this and more, and they fixed some very neat projects as well. People that have just come in and said, well, I just brought it in because Harry said you guys can fix almost anything. Here's a lamp, and uh, I know two of our listeners Andrea and was the other the hero? Now, Hero got his um, cell phone, uh, brand new screen. They have all the screens from the oldest model iPhones and Androids to the current, and they do such great work. And these are very used to be able to have a little kit, and I wouldn't even try to do that yourself. It's so tiny, so intricate, but they do a great job at batteries plus bulbs. Your calls continue. We we did have a segment scheduled. That is going to be rescheduled. It is open forum beginning right after this news break. Stay with us. It's early in the morning. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Six minutes past the hour. We're going to take more of your phone calls than in the second half of the hour i want to catch you up on something and it's going to be good because i'm not even going to have to mention anyone by name because they listen to this program more than i do and i have it on in my headset uh for four hours and six minutes i don't know how it's possible but they listen more than i do that's uh, a tall it's a tall feat uh it's no small matter but um i'm going to update you on something don't have to call anybody out by name because what i'm trying to do is is help people and you're going to see when I get to this, uh, it, this is going to help people who have been getting ripped off. It's, it's going to be a very good segment. And also, we want to shine the light on Stockton University. They have finished second in the world in something that we're going to outline in the second half of this hour. 609-407-1450. Phone lines are open right now until the bottom of the hour. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Mr. Hurley, good morning. Hey. I just wanted to mention, you you probably, you do have one of the strongest 
collection of people on the radio today. Oh, there's no doubt. But you also have a show. Yo, exactly. You have someone stuck right in the middle of the afternoon that's a newcomer, but they're, what they do together is unbelievable. Are you talking about Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins? Camp, yes. Oh, yeah, I love them. I, I, I have to tell you, and it's, it's I, I always admit, if I'm right, I got it right. If I don't get it right, I admit it. When Chris Coleman, our program director, picked, and they were the, the third one, Robbins, wasn't even on it. It was Mark Lee and Van Camp, who had been together for a number of years. I didn't understand it. I thought, wow, this just doesn't seem like it's the right fit. Um, I say this now because I wouldn't say it then because I'm a team player and, and, and I don't like people that aren't team players. But I say it now because I'm putting my own self down by saying I was wrong and he was right. Uh, Chris's philosophy when he told me about it is because he's the program director. I have a title of respect called senior programming consultant, which really basically means that Chris just bounces something off me. But it's not like I don't I can't I can't make the decision. I can recommend I, I get input, uh, which I appreciate. But he makes the call. So he talked to me about Mark Lee and Van Camp. I said, all right, well, I've heard of them. But I don't get it. I said that, you know, I know what I do. I know what Kill Me does. I know what Sean does. You know, I know what Mark Levin does at all. And and Chris says, that's basically my point. You know, let's do something that's different. We're not all a monolith, but this is very different from that. And I'll tell you what, every time I turn them on, they are entertaining. They are on point. They cover the serious issues. I love the way they do it. They do it with a lot of humor. And it is an absolutely great fit here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. No question about it. It's a great show. Yeah, it is. It's just addition to our already great, you know, great collection. So. Yeah, I have an expression. I don't know that I coined it. But I don't hear many people say it. You don't get to addition by subtraction. There's something very, very good about the mix. And I take a lot of heat for the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, Not my cup of tea. Extremely, almost socialist liberal, not even liberal, socialist uh, tendencies. Uh, And that's my lead-in. But again, it's a different sound. It's a different philosophy. And... This is a station that's not afraid to let other voices be heard. I think there's a strength in that. Uh, so, you know, that's my lead in. And, and I, I, you know, I, which means I think some people probably don't like it very much. And then I have to hope they're going to put it back on when I come on. But in the net net of things, I think that also uh, is just fine. I like Red Eye Radio a lot. I don't care that much for the philosophy of the five o'clock show but it is a clean well-produced experienced show michael toscano has been around for a really long time so obviously and the reason i bring this up if you go to and there is no such thing because they failed miserably but if you went to a democrat clock of 24 hours a day there would be no other voices it would just be one socialist after the other and we know that because they do it on tv they failed in radio. They tried to buy it, and they couldn't buy it, and they went down the tubes. But I like the idea that we have a lot of different voices. 
Yeah. I turned off the TV, and I, I really don't miss it. it. This has been two years now. It's well, it's enjoyable listening to the radio and reacting to what you're being told. Yeah, which is nice. You don't get to do that with that. That's enjoyable. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for this uh, exactly. very objective call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. See ya. Talk to you again. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. How you doing? Very well, thank you. Okay, um, my source of info is United States Naval Institute. And it was recently uh, discovered by them. And anyway, it was recently brought out that captured Russian weapons um, shot down helicopters and whatever. They found a pretty good amount of American-made microchips. Now, how the heck did, just as uh, the NASA program director asked, how did Frank Corvin's guidance system get into a Rus uh, Russian uh, satellite? I'm asking, how the heck did American microchips find their way into Russian uh, weaponry. Well, probably when things were looked upon much less adversarial. And you, you might remember, I disagree with it uh, mightily, Bill Clinton sent supercomputers to China that were very, very capable of being easily repurposed to military-type grade. Uh, of course, the ruse was they were for educational purposes only. But then here's China with supercomputers that gave them technology they didn't have previously. I don't know this issue until you just said it, but it wouldn't surprise me if in a better time uh, there was some cooperative. Don't forget, Obama actually wanted to show all the Russian hierarchy and generals uh, all of our secrets, all of our nuclear secrets. It was unbelievable what, what he was going to do, and, and there was just too much blowback, so it was stopped. But that's that. You know, we had a president that actually didn't think it was very fair that we had more and he thought everybody should have the same. So I don't know who gave it to them, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a surprise to me if during the Clinton years or the Obama Biden years or the Biden years now that this is the kind of um, technology that passes hands. Again, I, I don't have anything, any information on this, but it doesn't surprise me. Now, we all know that there are places where you need the highest security and the president and vice president have those security clearances. And I do remember, correct me if I'm wrong, that uh, Obama brought Jay-Z and uh, whoever Beyonce. the uh, woman was to Cuba, yeah, thank to you, Cuba. Into, a, into a very, very secure area. Yeah, and also sent them to Cuba when he was trying to – see, we had Cuba right where we wanted them, but Obama didn't like that, so he made things better. We had Iran right where we wanted them, but Obama-Biden didn't want that. So, look, you, you know the deal. Uh, elections have consequences. We've had some very, very bad outcomes that we then pay a heavy, heavy price for. And that's what this has been uh, this past year and five months – uh, one of the most unnecessary, disastrous periods 
that we've ever had. None of it is necessary. Gas does not need to be five, six, seven, eight dollars a gallon, depending on what state you're listening in right now. Uh, it was two dollars basically before this gang got in there. We were energy independent. We were a net oil exporter. We had everything we needed. We were going great. Uh, we were playing America first, but still being a great humanitarian around the world. And uh, Biden broke the whole thing. He broke the whole philosophy and went woke, broke, left, hard, socialist. And we are paying heavy, heavy for it right now. Peter, have a great day, as you would say. Have a blessed day. All right. When we come back, don't go away. You are next. And you are right after that. And you are right after that. We're going to get everybody in. And then I'm going to share with you a couple of local stories that I think are pretty interesting. See what you think. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 South Jersey's talk station. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 22 minutes past the hour. You're listening to WPG Talk Radio 95.5 South Jersey's number one talk station. Thank you for that. We know it's because of you, only because of you. 609-407-1450 phone lines are open. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Hi, Harry. Good morning. How's your pool? How's your pool? I'm I'm proud to say, but give me a minute. I'm proud to say the pool is not open yet, but I will tell you why. Because our cover, and we, stu- we still go old school because I open crystal clear, not green like many people with the uh, see-through trampoline thing. I go old school still. And what happens is we keep a bit of water on top of the cover, and it, it has algae and everything that's perfect for our natural habitat that we have. And we have two ducks and a mommy duck who has at least 10 eggs that are right near our property. And they come every day to eat. And the mom, I mean, I, I called Margie yesterday at like 5 o'clock. I said, Margie, look at this. I mean, that mommy was just dive bombing for food. Uh, so we know how long it is before these um, eggs should hatch. And that mommy's got to be strong and ready to go. So we haven't opened the pool because our pool is uh, sustaining the ducks. Well, I think I would do the same thing. Yeah. So we're going to open it within the next week or so. And I know it's crystal clear because I've taken a peek. Uh, we'll top it off. It needs a little bit little bit more water. Uh, and then we'll, uh, you know, we'll do what we do. We opened well this year. So did you happen to see the Phillies game yesterday? I, I live vicariously through what I read in the morning. So I know that, that uh, Bryce Harper hit the grand salami in the eighth and that they had the walk-off with three runs in the ninth, and that Mike Trout and the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim lost a beyond heartbreaker, uh, and they're 11th in a row, and Mike Trout is O for his last 26 at-bats. So I didn't watch the game, but I'm well-informed. Well, to really be well-informed about the Phillies game, you have to see a little boy in the stands who prayed Oh. In the ninth inning. Oh. I mean, he... Hey, had- Linda, how about this? Two two former Yankee greats, Girardi and Rob Thompson. You get rid of Girardi, and the, and the Phillies haven't lost five wins in a row. They haven't lost since they fired Girardi. Sometimes in baseball, in sports, maybe even in life, 
you got to make a change. You got to shake it up. And look at that. Five wins in a row. Yeah. Something to in the that. Ninth inning, Bryce, Bryson Stott saved, Bryson Stott stayed, uh, saved the game, a young infielder. He, it was beautiful. It was amazing. But you had to see this little boy, and he got three great shots by the, the cameras. And the news, I mean, they, they posted. I mean, this boy should, this kid ought to get tickets for the rest of the, uh, this, this, the games. And uh, his little face, he is, he is talking to God so hard, his little hands are together. And, and he, you got to believe he knows his prayers were answered, so he'll continue to be prayerful and faithful. And that's a beautiful thing to see and, and just, just a beautiful thing in general, isn't it? Made the game. Yeah. It was just beautiful. And and apparently, you know, the, you know, you would think, you know, with everybody being woke, you know, God's not too popular. But he wasn't popular when they booed him in a convention, right, the Democrat convention. So, uh, and, you know, God's getting less com- uh, get less popular. In, in uh, you know, you and I have, I don't know how many years this is, we have the funniest little running. It's not a feud, but the running difference. You're more moved that he got booed, and, and booed three times, by the way. I'm more moved that they voted against God. So it's hilarious what we remember about that. But yeah, they booed and they booed some more and booed some more and then voted against God. This is a uh, and and think about this. They are so much more radical now than they were then. Think about that. Yeah, look at the condition they're in and look at the condition we're in. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, that's I, I why that's why I believe always say it god is great and there is a course correction coming this november because it's readily apparent for any intellectually honest observer we cannot continue on the course that we're on so the only alternative is a course correction and it's going to happen yeah it's either coming together secession or war i don't know but um I'm praying. Yeah. Nice to talk to you. Good talking to you, Linda. Take care. See ya. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Thank you. Good morning. Morning. Um, I, I want to discuss a little bit about <clears throat> yesterday I was scrolling through my Twitter feed. It was before bed. And um, normally on Twitter, like you're you're just getting the feeds of people you're following. And I've noticed recently, obviously, you get shot with some ads. That's how a lot of social media works. But recently, I don't know if it's like in the last year or so, they have these like boosted tweets that kind of make their way into when you're scrolling. It's not really people you're following, but it must be like yeah. an algorithm. Or well, boosted, right. They boost what their agenda is. And then other people get boosted for other philosophical reasons. It's really, I think, and, I, and that's why I'm really hopeful that Elon Musk, I know hope is not a strategy, but I'm hopeful that Elon Musk uh, does, in fact, settle and and take it over because it's, well, I I can't use the Twitter platform. I'm, I am on it in name only uh, without even trying. I, I understand I have a few thousand followers or something like that. I'm not on it. I, I don't believe in it. Uh, they ghost people. They they deplatform people. They boost up other people, like you're talking about. Uh, I just can't stand it. It's so rigged. It's disgusting. Yeah. So let me just explain what I saw. It was, it yeah. was ridiculous. But okay. so they give like a little these boosted tweets. They'll kind of like give the general topic of what it is. So this one was cloaked as funny. So I guess this was supposed to be something funny. 
It was a scene out in a parking lot. It was a, a woman and a man. They looked like they didn't know each other having an argument. And the woman goes up to the man and slaps him right in the face. And then he, like, not punches her, but, the, like, one of the hardest slaps you'll ever see right to the ground. And and it's like, it's, it's assault. And it's disgusting. And it's, like, cloaked as funny by Twitter. And I, I read the comments. I, like, I want to see how people are reacting to this. That's terrible. If they're as disgusted as I am. And it was all like, oh, wow, she got what she deserved. And yeah, like, I, oh. Well, remember, they get to decide what is permissible. They can cancel you for something, whether you, you could post Hunter Biden and get canceled. You could post your opinion on uh, COVID-19 get deplatformed or suspended or whatever the case might be, then they can decide that something like that is perfectly fitting. It's bizarro world. It's it's absolutely crazy what's going on. And and they had a stake in the twenty twenty election, all of them, these social media oligarchs. Uh they they I promise you, I guarantee you, they delivered the election to Joe Biden. They would not allow the truth about the Biden family to come out. And they made the truth a lie. They made the lie a truth for, for a little bit. They knew they just had to get past the election and then the truth would ultimately come out. But it would be too late by then because then any time you look at the numbers, something like 30 percent or more of Biden voters would not vote for that vote for him again if they knew now, if they knew then what they know now. So these folks knew what Trump did in 2020. He effectively used social media fabulously. And that's why they shut him down. And that's why they leave despots, dictators, all kinds of heinous people on these platforms. But they take down the American president because they're sick. Yeah, it was just to me, it's just, uh, you know, blurring the lines between taking something that's so obviously like heinous and like actual assault. And in any other era, a man hitting a woman like that would be absolutely reviled. But look, if you've seen some of these videos We've got women being raped on trains uh, and all kinds of terrible things happen. And these men stand around. They do nothing and they videotape it. Right. Fair enough. That's yeah, our country quickly, now. Do I have a minute? Yeah. Do, do I have a minute you to do. go one more other yeah. direction? Yep. Okay. So the other day, this is kind of tied up with social media. We take a walk after dinner with my family. I have three young kids and, and my wife. And in the neighborhood, as we were turning the corner on the other street, there was a girl. I think she's like in high school, like 17, 18. And she was clearly must be like doing a TikTok video. But she's standing in. And I hate to sound like an old guy yelling at the clouds. I'm, I'm only in my 30s. But it's just <laughs> some of this social media stuff to me is just getting so aggravating. And I wonder like the long term effects of what it's going to have. She's standing in the middle of the road around a bend with her with her phone like propped up on on her rear on her mirror on her car and like doing a TikTok video and and just totally oblivious and and like editing it and then redoing the, the dance and then going back and checking to see if it was perfect and then it wasn't and then redoing the dance and I like I have two young daughters and one of the, as a parent man I just really want to protect against like look at me like I yeah. just feel like it's so it's well it's, we're in a very self indulgent uh, arrogant era where people believe that this is important. You know, we're in the Kardashian type of era. Uh, the housewives of Saudi Arabia, the housewives of California, the housewives of Atlanta. Uh, it's it's terrible. It's all garbage. Uh, but it's obviously um, 
they're able to monetize it because it's happening. But yeah, I'm not I'm not for any of that stuff. These crazy these crazy videos where where that's somebody actually, you know, taking a chance with other people's lives, not just their own. Got to run. Uh, great call. Loved it. I'm going to hold my peace. I've got some stuff I want to share, but I'm going to go to your calls instead. Let's see. You are next right after the break, and you'll be right after that. Don't go away. It's 33 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm going to squeeze in four stories that you can follow right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. A homicide yesterday in Atlantic City. Uh, the Atlantic County Prosecutor's Office is on it. Uh, major crimes for the city is on it as well. We've got the story. Atlantic City Mayor Marty Small with a very offensive, disgusting video ad. Can't believe that I'm the only one that's reported on it. Stockton University has finished second in the world in a big way. From the Townsquare, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. Let's keep the wonderful weather going for one more day before things turn unsettled through the middle of the week. Mostly sunny and dry today, no complaints at all. High of 77 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight, low of 60. Becoming mostly cloudy tomorrow with a high of 76. Chance of late day showers. Wednesday, sun and clouds and 80, but an occasional shower at any time. Heavier rain Wednesday night. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Before Bamboo HR. <laughs> Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Listen for the morning edition of the O'Reilly Update with Bill O'Reilly at 1015 this morning. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. It's 40 minutes past the hour. 609-407-1450. Phone lines are open on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. No malice. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I hear you perfectly. Yes. All right. I'm Willie, this on you. I feel like we haven't talked in a long time. Well, I have been doing a lot of work. I've been dealing with the mayor, various people, county prosecutor, a governor's office. And it is bringing integrated thought in uh, speech. That's from the 60s. <laughs> and it is not about singular culture, one dimension of thought. But I want to speak here a couple of things. One is they got my attention and my heartbeat. And I believe I've heard you mention something might possibly have a five o'clock show. And I want to say that would be good. People could speak, whether independent, Republican, uh, Democrats, or Harry. And you and Chris Coleman can do that. You've been around. I've been around. I'm asking you to do that. Because what we are in a crisis right now is terrible. Right, but, but you, can, you can tell that would be programming genius. We, we'll take the 5 o'clock hour of Sean Hannity, the peak drive time hour of his show, and I mean the number one talk show host on the planet, and this would be programming genius. We we will have Sean on from four to five. We'll put you on from five to six. Would Sean uh, be able to come back? He'd be on from three to four, four to five, and then you would be on, uh, and then we'll go to Levin, and that that would be perfect, right? Right. And uh, Harry, I, I want to say you're a person. 
that could do this, Harry. I mean, you've been... Well, no, keep in mind, I, I, I am not the program director. Long, long ago, in a faraway time, I was the program director for then WFPG Talk Radio 1450. Chris Coleman is the program director of WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I am a mere senior programming consultant. But I have to be honest, Willie, um, I was just having fun. Uh, You can't bust up Sean Hannity's show. Uh, He's the number one talker in the world. Uh, It would be be just ridiculous. And it's no offense to you at all. Uh, Chris has shown... He has no aversion to bringing different opinions. Uh, there's different opinions on the weekend, very, very different than mine. Uh, extreme, very different, I understand. Uh, there's different opinions every day, right until the second before I sign on, where it's diametrically opposite of me. Uh, and honestly, we don't have any obligation to gerrymander something, uh, to put something in just to be nice or just to say, look, look at us. You know, we have this, but then look, we have this. Uh, Chris Coleman has built a winning station. Uh, One of the greatest efforts as a program director that you will ever see in America, building this station from the ground up. It did not exist. Every single element, including local morning drive me upon my return, uh, you you just can't um you can't mess with that you know that's it's all it's all up to chris but uh i can't pitch that i i couldn't pitch that in good conscience i mean no offense but that's like mickey mantle number seven is penciled in the lineup every day even when his knees are are strapped tight with uh tape and cloth i think he used to wrap them in in bandages to to be able to continue to play towards the end of the career so Nice pitch, Willie, but uh, uh-uh. that's not um, – I don't see that happening. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, man. Hey. Listen, I uh, I thought about – I've been thinking about writing the president a letter if he would read it, but I doubt if he would. But it would go like this. It would say, you know, uh, Mr. President, we've all made some mistakes in our lives. But this is your chance. This is your last ride. This is how you're going to be remembered. Why don't you just turn that gas on? The hell with what those other people think. Think about what your mother would think. Hey, listen, I think your letter and your theme is wonderful, but what makes you think he's not running? Not not that it's always nice to be encouraged. I'm sure that's very helpful when someone sees that so many millions of people want him to run. Uh, I I haven't really, for one second, considered a scenario other than if his health deteriorated. But I can tell you, my friends were with him yesterday on the golf course. Uh, he is fit. He's actually lost weight uh, since leaving the presidency. He's in fight shape. Uh, I I think it's as close to 100% that he's running as you could possibly be. I'm talking about Joe Biden. Oh, I thought you were talking about President Trump running again for a second term. Hell no. Ah, well, uh, if you sent the president a letter, he wouldn't get it. You would get some kind of staff that would get it. And then occasionally 
if they see something that they can exploit for either a State of the Union address or some kind of political gain, then they'll use that for a photo op. But your your letter of telling him, and I get where you're going now, that actually sounded like it was transferable to President Trump for him to run. Uh, I thought you're trying to make the case for President Trump to come back. Uh, I don't think uh, it's 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 perfectly I'm able to respond now on the flip side. All right. So I thought it was a heads on the on the coin flip. Now it's tails on Biden. He's not running again. He's not running again. No, he's not. The Democrats aren't going to let him run again. And if he runs again, he'll get beat in a Democratic primary. Yes, he, he just has a chance right now to do something great and remember for something great by turning that gas on and the hell with what those other people think. Let me jump. I, I would not waste uh, either your fingers that would be required to hit the keystrokes if you were typing it or the ink in your favorite pen to write the letter. It's not required. The die is cast. He's not running. He can't run. And just think about two years from now, the shape he's going to be in. Look at the deterioration that's taken place over the past 15 months. This guy's got two and a half years. It's not it's not going to be there. He'll have a speech at the end that, you know, I, I ran basically to be one term. I didn't want to say it because it makes you a lame duck. Uh, but I wasn't planning on running a second term. You know, I, I ran because I thought the country wasn't headed in the right direction and, you know, that my skills were were required. And he'll make, you know, poopy look like uh, a pot of, you know, gold. But um, he's not running. Save your, save your ink. Save your letter. Write Trump a letter to run. Don't write him a letter not to run. Uh, Got to run. When we come back, Chris Sayer, it's going to be Dateline Absecon right after this. Don't go away. And if you want to get a head start... Go to WPGTalkRadio.com or WPGTalkRadio95.5, your app, and we have a very readable story about something that's happening in Absecon. There's a lot of things happening in Absecon, but this issue of Dale Conover and how city council has just botched it by saying they weren't involved. Then when it was all fixed, they got themselves involved, which proves they were always involved, and they put the people up to it that they say – we're handling it. And nobody nobody believes otherwise. And then Chris Sayer, with all of his worldly experience, raises one of the best points of all. And I, I raise it in my article today that we filed at about 5 o'clock this morning that the director of public safety is the mayor, not city council. They had no say over this personnel situation. Chris Sayer joins us next this is wpg talk radio 95.5 from the world's playground this is hurley in the morning on wpg talk radio 95.5 we are proud to present a very dear friend chris sayer to the program at six minutes before the top of the hour two uh pieces that chris is going to cover one john zarek that's always welcome on this program and two the current issue in uh Galloway in uh, in Absecon that we have followed up with uh, this morning on our app on the website. Hey, Chris, uh, good to talk to you. Good morning. Morning, Harry. Yeah, I um, I, I did uh, see John Zarek at church on Sunday morning, and, and when I, I'm, a, I'm old fashioned, I picked up the press this morning, and the front page has a story about a volunteer from 
Ocean City, I believe, who was uh, near the Ukraine border. And uh, when I saw John, um, he was nice enough after church to uh, show me a bunch of pictures of him and his brother uh, at the border. And we talked uh, a bit about what was going on there. And uh, I went out of my way to thank him and moreover his brother, who spent even more time there helping people. So yeah. I just wanted to share that because I, I know he's a good friend of yours and a sponsor. Yeah, that's beautiful. Now, Chris, on Absecon, you as a 10-year member of city council, former uh, multi-term council president, when the staff, you're talking about two chiefs and the solicitor and an, it, we'll, we'll call him an employee. I guess it's a, it's um, because it's volunteer. There's, there's a, a distinction with a difference here, but just for purposes of this, we'll say the deputy chief of the, the volunteer fire department, when they make an accommodation and the employee actually serves the suspension, I'm not, I'm not saying the city council is, is a rubber stamp, but they said they weren't involved at all. They, they proved they're very much involved because if they weren't involved at all, then you would have let the staff just handle it and it would be all over. I believe they have completely exposed themselves here for the political shenanigans and games that they are are playing here yeah that, that, that's obviously correct uh, the tail of the tape uh, tells that story they they said and i think there's a video that uh, when i was asking this question months back that the, the solicitor got himself in a box there and said that the city council had nothing to do with it and you know you jumped right away several months ago on well how did the solicitor get involved he works for the city Right. Uh, but uh, let's take the high road and say it could have been just the solicitor supporting the chief of police and the fire chief. Uh, but if that was the case, then when he came back with a, a compromise solution, it was clearly now publicly rejected by. Now, now think about that. Blaney's a good man. He felt comfortable enough to say during a controversy that I can sell this. I, I, I believe I can sell this to city council. They didn't take, that's usually bad advice. You know, you have counsel for a reason. They didn't take his advice because they have now demonstrated they don't want this to be over. Right, yeah. And and um, and I think he's helping them try to, you know, you're using the term, you're in a hole and stop digging. Yeah. So he's trying to help them stop digging. I think um, someone, I'll give him credit, uh, that came up with a suggestion or a solution that night. Well, since we never want to talk as council people on, 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 a, on a parallel issue that night, as you remember, yeah. there were six council people. One voted no. The other five voted yes to change an ordinance regarding the liquor license bar operating hours. And um, Tommy Marone asked them flat out after about six people, people from the public spoke, can you please tell me, after all this input, why are you going to vote for this ordinance? Those five people said zero. Right. And so since they don't want to talk, a way out of this can be name an arbiter now, and then whatever the arbiter says, council won't have to speak on it. Because well, yeah, you could just run uh, city council by proxy. You just uh, defer everything to an outside person to decide, even though, of course, we know they're elected to actually make decisions and and because they work for the people, they have an obligation to their to their uh, taxpayers to tell you why they're doing what they do. I've never cast a vote as a school board member. I know you've never cast a vote, whether it's uh, SJTA or um, well, I guess it was Elang City um, Expressway Authority when you were the chairman. Um, you always were able to explain who you voted for, what you voted for, and why. 
That's right. And, and this goes back to when we started this with Dale. I mean, I was one of the council people that supported improving the docks at Fawns Landing Road. I disagree with his opinion that that might be a waste of money, but he is entitled to that opinion. And I and whenever you make a decision or cast a vote, you have to be yeah. in a position to defend it. And, and when you write waste of taxpayers' dollars, whatever that is, five words, I didn't count, whatever that is, four or five words, I mean, that's incredible, the, 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 the hellstorm that this has created. This isn't going anywhere, but we are. We're out of time for the hour. Chris, I wish we had more time. We don't until we meet again. Good. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, my friend. Chris Sayer, uh, when we come back, Mayor Charles Kane, the Auto Plaza at English Creek on the Hurley in the Morning program. We'll be right back. Don't go away. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. It's seven minutes past the hour, and it is Mayor Charles Kane. He is here. It is the Auto Plaza at English Creek, our weekly Monday morning, nine o'clock closer. The Mar- Mariano Rivera of this program for the past more than 20 years. That's pretty cool. Uh, you can reach Mayor Kane and his great team at the Auto Plaza at English Creek by Charles and Amory Kane. At 609-646-2447 on the web at myautoplaza.com. They're at 6122 East Black Horse Pike in Egg Harbor Township. And I asked Mayor Kane if it would be all right, Mayor. Could I have the first topic? Good Monday morning, Mayor, of course. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. You're very benevolent. That's why you're a benevolent mayor of Hamilton Township. So I'm minding my own business. Uh, my car, Hurley One, as you know, because you care for it. You sold it to me and you care for it. And boy, I have to say, you've picked me out amazing cars over the years. We have just hit the uh, the lottery with the cars that you have picked out. Because not only have I enjoyed them for many years, but multiple other people have enjoyed the same car. So thank you for um, for being so judicious and so great at it. Uh, and as you know, this is the longest I've ever had a car, and I'm hitting that, uh, not the national average yet, but I'm hitting double digits uh, with the um, with the car, and I just, I couldn't be happier. So anyhow, I'm minding my own business, and I know it's time for me to fill up. I try to fill up at half a tank, just to, it's, it's, a, it's a foolish mental game, because then it's not a hundred and some dollars, it might only be sixty dollars. So I been very busy no no complaints all good so i get there at about a quarter of a tank might be a little bit more than a quarter of a tank and i said to my uh, friendly gas station attendant who we have a great relationship and i encourage everyone don't stiff the gas station attendant because the price of gas at the pump is is out of sight uh i don't even think about doing that so I don't even want to get into my story of, you know, establishing relationship building and stuff like that. But he basically runs to my car when when I come in. I never wait no matter what. So I said to him, because I never take the receipt, because, you know, I've got my credit card and everything. I said, but I said, today there's a chance 
I said, I think I have just enough that I'm going to fall just short. I said, but if it if it goes to 100, don't clear the pump. I'm going to take a picture of the pump. So he laughs. So it ends at like $97.81 or something like that. So I don't hit the hundy. However, I filled up at $5.38.9 a gallon, as you know, the blend that my car takes. Mayor, I drove by this morning. So all that happened was the rest of, of Friday, because I got gas at about 10.45 a.m., so the rest of Friday, if there was a price increase, Saturday and Sunday, I went by this morning and it looked like a mirage. The price had gone up to 576.9. I I don't even know what to say about that, Mayor. That is absolutely incredulous. I it's mean, it's it's a crisis. I mean, it it is a flat out crisis where people are now having to choose between gas and food. Gas and other staples. This is, and, and I, can, I can only imagine that this is a problem in, in an already challenging situation. Guess what I found out last week, Mayor, because it was Memorial Day. You and I didn't do the show. I did a mini segment on this. I never knew this. There are an average of 300 chips in the new car of today. 300. There are more than 3,000 chips in the electric car of today. No wonder in this supply and demand crunch that we're in and the supply chain debacle and some of the materials and so on. How in the world are we going to keep up with that? You're not. I mean, and that's what the problem is. And that's where where leadership really needs. Uh, you know, you talk about the War Powers Act and, and, and uh, what they're uh, attempting to do now, hopefully with baby formula. The same thing should have done been done six months ago with with chips. Um, you know, to, to, to say that you're going to do it now and build a factory, great. Three years down the road, we'll have uh, chips. But uh, to re-outfit uh, manufacturers now to, to produce these chips, I mean, we should have done that six months ago. Without a doubt. I mean, so you think about it, baby formula, and they knew about that. Would you ever shut down 40% of your capacity and not have a plan and let it linger for months? And then all of a sudden, because there, I guess there was enough supply, to, to handle it for a while, all of a sudden, months of not having 40% of your actual production capacity uh, becomes a very critical mass situation. Then all of a sudden, the president says, oh, but I, I didn't know about it till April. Nobody told me. Oh, really? Something like feeding babies? That You didn't think that was like a big deal? Somebody didn't tell you? I, I am so sick of this incompetence. It is, it is maddening, Mayor Kane. Well, I, I will tell you this. I I, um, uh, I did a car deal on Saturday. I was on the desk on Saturday, and uh, I traded an individual out. Now, I know that we've done this exercise on a show before, and uh, years ago we would talk about how you could buy a car and actually um, uh, you know, save money by buying a car. Yeah. I did a car deal on Saturday, and you talk about fuel prices. Um, I, I traded the individual out, and, and uh, you know, they did not – previously have a car payment so um they you know this was a step for them but uh i traded them out of a vehicle uh and i showed them going into the new vehicle that they could buy the car and put several hundred dollars in their pocket even though they had a car payment and when i compared the vehicle happened to be a diesel and when i compared it fuel mileage with the average miles driven per year um with the vehicle that they were driving they had a savings uh, with the average miles per year uh, because they, they only drove uh, back and forth to work, uh, short mileage. They would save in it, it, without your um, 
update this morning, uh, according to Saturday's prices, they would save on average more than $120 a week. Well, that's fantastic. And that's important because obviously diesel now is what, like six eighty a gallon? I forget the uh, number that we I pulled up the average on Saturday and, and punched it in, but I, I know it was in in the it was close to the seven dollar range. Yeah. Wow. So even though the numbers everything is uh, relevant or relative is the word I meant to say, not relevant, but that is it is relevant too. But everything is relative. The more that costs, the more opportunity you have when you make a more economical move the other way. That's absolutely correct. Yes. So that's big. What does this mean? Uh, Out of sight gas prices, uh, inflation that's run away, all of this stuff that's going on. What what has this how has this affected the uh, will be parochial because you do the used car market. How has this affected the used car market? It has to be so significant. Well, I mean, if you think about it, it, it it's trickle down, and and when you when you have this shortage of chips and you cannot manufacture new cars, um, new you can't manufacture new cars that you can actually sell. I should say, um, and uh, because they're still manufacturing cars, they're just storing them. Um, but you can manufacture cars that you can sell. Once you take that out, if you if you look, they just published, I believe, on Friday, um, showing a thirty seven percent decline in new car sales year over year. Um, and- Mayor, go back half a step. Aren't they also selling new cars with like, remember in the old days, WEO, if there was something that you were going to get later, you have a WEO slip. Aren't they selling these cars with some of the bells and whistles that the chips aren't available, but they'll put the chips in later and people are taking these cars without some of the bells and whistles working? Uh, two manufacturers I can think of announced that they were going to, uh, GM was one, GM said that they would uh, delete the auto start stop feature on the vehicle um, at the time of delivery, and then once the chips became plentiful, the customer could bring it back and, and have the chips installed to have that feature work. Tesla also uh, uh, had made a decision to, de- to delete their entire passenger um, seat operation, so it would be a fixed seat. Um, and use those chips so they could continue manufacturing cars. And once chips became readily available, you could go back to the dealer and have those chips put in to have the uh, op- thing operate properly. So, uh, you know, so if, if you look at that and if you look at a 37% decline, that, you know, holds through even um, uh, worse when you uh, bring it into the used car market because not only are they not selling you new cars, uh, which means the trade-ins aren't coming in. But now the new car dealers that can't get new cars are competing with the independent car dealers to get the used cars. So, uh, you know, that's the reason why, um, you know, used car prices are so exorbitant right now because, um, you know, there's there's such a shortage of them. And and there's no end in sight. I mean, it's not going to get any better. And I have I have people every single day you know, looking for a starter car for, for, for a child or extra car for the house for three to $5,000. And those cars just do not, it's, it's actually like, if you recall when we went through the recession and, and the government decided to bail out the auto manufacturers, um, they gave them a, uh, a stipend for each car they traded in. But the, the caveat was the new car dealer had to ruin the trade-in. Oh. Um, they had a poor a, 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 a solution down the crankcase 
in order to make sure that car, um, you know, did not get recirculated in the public. Um, and, and that's, we're, we're, we're feeling that same type of crunch now because, uh, you know, the inventory is uh, almost non-existent. Now, Mayor, we'll talk about this after the break. I have some personal knowledge to this, which I immediately shared with you because I wanted to make sure that before I agreed to it, uh, that it was the right thing to do. Somebody that Mayor Kane and I know that trusts us came to me and said their cars totaled uh, and this is what they were offered. Uh, I my eyes popped out because I I couldn't believe it. But I'm I'm a layperson, so I go to the expert. And Mayor Kane could not believe. So my question to you is, how red hot is the used car market right now in terms of escalating value of the used car? Seems to be, I mean, boom time. We'll get your thoughts on that when we come back. He is Mayor Charles Kane. I am Hurley in the morning. This is the Auto Plaza at English Creek by Charles and Amory Kane. 6122 East Black Horse Pike, Egg Harbor Township on the web at myautoplaza.com. The phone number to make an appointment. But remember, you can do it from any digital device as well at myautoplaza.com. The phone number, though, if you'd like to uh, call directly to the store, 609-646-2447. That's 609-646-2447. With Mayor Charles Kane, I am, I don't say this often, I am the mayor of the morning. If you love South Jersey's talk station, then the WPG Talk Radio app is a must-have on your phone. Listen to all your favorite talk shows around the clock and instantly call them with just the tap of your finger. Download the Hurley in the Morning podcast. Send us your pictures and videos of breaking news and more. It's the WPG Talk Radio app, a free download from South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thanks very much. It's 23 minutes past the hour. Mayor King continues the Auto Plaza at English Creek Monday morning, nine o'clock hour radio program where when you join in, I mean, we're talking automobiles. We're talking sometimes about financing, which you can do at the Auto Plaza. We talk about service. We talk about parts. We talk about local government issues. I mean, whatever, whatever's on Mayor Kane's mind. Um, Mayor, when we were talking about this um, exorbitant gas price, this affects every single person. And as you know, it affects middle and lower wage earners the most. Look, if you've got a lot of money, it's just aggravating and you hate paying, but you can afford to pay. And it doesn't change the difference between if you're going to get food or if you're going to get gas. I mean, this is really uh, getting to, I think, a critical tipping point. Oh, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, obviously, I mean, if you were in a position right now where um, you didn't need a car or didn't need an extra car, or, you know, had an extra car in the family, and and you could sell that car, I mean, there's 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 absolutely money to be made on that. I mean, take for instance, I was with the um, uh, individuals last week, the end of the week, that were looking at a vehicle. I had I had an occasion just to switch cars, and and. Um, they were looking at the vehicle saying, wow, this is a really nice vehicle, and uh, they liked it, and and uh, we were talking about the price of it. 
And I said, that same, the same vehicle that I'm driving now, if I would have bought that car a year ago, uh, with the prices a year ago, I would have paid close to, this is staggering, almost $7,000 less. Oh, this is nuts. I mean, a couple weeks ago, Mayor, I asked you, what do you think a 2018, uh, you know, blah, 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 car, it was an SUV, small SUV, what do you think that got totaled? What price do you think was offered at the time they totaled the car? And I'll tell you what, I think you're seeing automobiles get totaled a lot more than you used to because if you've got 10 airbags that go off and a whole lot of bad, you know, something or other going on, uh, they just they just total these cars. They don't even fix them. Weren't you shocked at the number I shared with you? Oh, I was, I was absolutely and and I think I was off, and, and now I'm in the know. Think about that, Mayor. I do this for a living every yeah. single day, and I normally can hit those numbers pretty much without much effort because it's what I do. It's what the numbers I look at every day. And I, I recall I was off by thousands of dollars when we um, did that little exercise. It was amazing. But what it told me was the value of a used car is is out of sight right now. And you, you raised a really good point. If if you're a husband and a wife right now and you don't need two cars anymore, maybe you're both retired and you don't need two cars, you can make a lot of money selling your used car, can't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone needs inventory and, um, you know, uh, the, the, the deals are out there to be made if you, uh, if, if you want to sell your car. I mean, you can reach out to us. Uh, we'd be more than happy to give you an appraised value on it. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously, uh, uh, if it's something that fits our, um, you know, our model, business model, uh, you know, we would purchase it, uh, for, for retail sale or, um, you know, there's, there's opportunities for me to purchase it and, and send it and have it, uh, sold on the wholesale market and, uh, to someone else that can use the product. Amazing. So does that continue, um, even in high inflation and high gas prices for, I guess it continues for as long as the chip shortage and everything else that's going on, uh, the supply chain, all of it, this is going to be around a while, isn't it? Well, if you look at the all-out assault on what's going on right now, um, you know, for the, for the auto industry, when you look at the uh, the, the the inability to uh, produce new cars that run, uh, the inability to uh, replenish rental fleets, um, and uh, rising gas prices. I mean, look at the I mean, gas prices up, you know several hundred percent um and uh of course inflation it it does not bode well for for the average consumer and um the car industry no here's another thing it sounds like a small picayune thing but i'll tell you what i was thinking about because when you own a car dealership used or new you're doing volume and i i don't know that every um company does this but it seems like maybe it's sort of an industry even if it's not in the in the playbook, it seems like it's an unwritten rule that you get your car with a full tank of gas. I, I'm pretty confident that's something that the Auto Plaza has always done. And a lot of places do it. I don't know anyone who doesn't do it. Talking about a full tank of gas right now could easily, I mean, for, if it's a diesel truck, it's $300 maybe, maybe more. Uh, if it's if it's an average sedan, it's probably in the neighborhood of 125 to 175 depending on what blend i mean that and you take that times x amount of units that is an expensive situation 
Oh, it's definitely a line item in your budget that you have to account for. Um, you know, and that, and that goes for, I mean, listen, you know, uh, with that's I wear, um, the multiple hats, um, you know, that's, that's not only in the auto industry, but look at municipalities. I mean, yeah. you know, that line item is, is a large line item anyway, but, um, you know, most individuals, most municipalities did not account for that in their budget. Well, how could you? You started the year at $2 and 50 cents or something two two eighty. I don't know what it was, but it was under three. Who would have ever believed that we would be barely south of six and if you'd use diesel, well beyond almost seven. So I don't think there could be any municipality uh, in the country. We'll just be parochial and say here in southern New Jersey, in Atlanta County, southernmost New Jersey, who could possibly account for $5.76.9 and, and, uh, per gallon super unleaded or or $5. It's, I think the um, station, when I, I went by it this morning at 3 a.m., Said four ninety six point nine for regular unleaded. This is this is crazy. Oh, it really is. And and again, you know, it's straining everything. You know, gas fuel is is you know the one thing. Food, food, and fuel touch every human being. Yeah. Um, and and that you know you, you think about that food and fuel. Every human being is affected by it. Well, Mayor, after the halftime break, see what you think of this one because here's what's happening around the country and there's a belief that this is going to become more prevalent not since the 1970s you see it was one thing when oh my god this is really getting expensive but nobody had to worry about can you get it there are gas stations now that people have gone up to that have no gas so if you take high prices and then get into a scenario where now you can't even get it that's of course going to drive the prices up even higher supply and demand mathematics 101 uh let's get your take on that if you've been hearing about not only different states around us but also i've heard from a few people even up north they went to get gas and the place had no gas i said that's like going to kentucky fried chicken and they tell you there's no chicken mayor kane continues right after this i am early in the morning WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you so much and welcome back. It's 36 minutes past the hour. The Auto Plaza at English Creek with Mayor Charles Kane on the Hurley in the Morning program on South Jersey's number one news talk station. All because of you. Thank you. We know it. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. So, Mayor, I bring this up with the full understanding that there are many people right now, most Americans are paycheck to paycheck, having a really tough time. We have runaway inflation. We have so many um, negative things that are happening right now. And, of course, the highest gasoline prices uh, in American history. So I would imagine that many people are taking their car very near empty, sometimes maybe even running out. And I want to talk about mechanically. Uh, I've always learned from you, and I, I learned this from Ken Adams. He said, Harry, please, he said, don't let it get to the bottom. You know, treat it like when there's a certain amount left that that's your bottom because you don't want that sediment that's at the bottom to start introducing itself into all the fuel injectors and these different things. So it's easy for me to say, because I know people are really struggling 
But, Mayor, talk about the pitfalls of running out of gas, mechanically what that means, or running very, very low to where you do get down to the sediment that if you keep the thing higher, you're you're not going to get to that point. Well, there's a listen, I, and, and trust me when I tell you, I fully understand what, um, you know, individuals are dealing with on a daily basis. And, and it's easy for us to say, well, you know, just keep the car full and, and you won't run into these problems. But I get it. When you're trying to get to work, you got 20 bucks left in your pocket. And uh, if you're lucky and, uh, yeah, and that might be lunch or get gas today, you know, so I get it, too. But explain what can happen if this is, you know, the, the path that we take. Well, I mean, there's there's a, a myriad of things that can happen. I mean, for first off, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, you run out of gas, you're going to get left stranded. But uh, you know, from a, from a standpoint of what it can do to the vehicle, I mean, it can do a, a, a number of things. One, uh, it could have all the sediment that's in the bottom of the tank sucked up into the fuel filter, which would change the fuel pressure and cause the car not to run or run uh, not run properly. Um, you know that that sediment could get through uh, part of the filter into the uh, uh, fuel injectors. Uh, having fuel injectors get clogged, they're very expensive. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of them are very difficult to get to and take take some time to get to. Uh, having them clogged uh, could, you know, cause problems with trying to get the re- car restarted after you put fuel in it. So sometimes it's not as simple as just running out of fuel and getting some fuel and putting it in it. Uh, because what, as the car is running out of fuel, that's when the damage is done, when all that sediment is being sucked up. What do you... What do you recommend for us that we don't know? Uh, are you okay if you fill by eighth of a tank? Do you rec- do you recommend putting more gas in at a quarter of a tank? What should the low mark be to run safe? I, I would say if you keep it out of the reserve feature. In other words, when it's before that light clicks on to tell you you need gas or right when that light click, clicks on to tell you you need gas, I would make sure you have fuel. But okay. I would not let it go any lower than that. And most people know that's usually right around an eighth of a tank. Um, keep it, you know, above. Don't let that light come on. And that'll, that, that'll tell you that you're not in that reserve portion of the fuel tank. Um, so, you know, but, you know, if you could keep it at a half uh, because, you know, listen, as we, we talked about earlier, you know, you're, you do see on the West Coast, uh, I believe in, in Utah and Washington State, uh, there were reports of uh, fuel, uh, you know, shortages. And, and as you said, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm not too young to remember it. I was not driving at the time, but I certainly remember the odd and even fuel days, uh, you know, from, from my youth. Uh, you know, there is the possibility, as you said, that we could be going back to that. Um, and, and, you know. And if you get too low and you go somewhere, and they're out of gas, you need a cushion to be able to get to the next gas station uh, so that you didn't cut it so, oh, I'm okay, this gas station's right here, I'll be good. You, you really, I think people have to start really thinking about having a plan. Well, and that's just it. You know, now think about it. Something that you normally don't have to worry about and think about now has to be thought out. You have to go ahead and plan and say, okay, I have to look at my budget again. All right, how much am I, I mean, my, my budget has changed, you know, where I used to have to put, you know, $20 a week in. Now I have to put $120 a week in. Um, you know, you, you have to plan that out. And, and, and uh, you know, it's a very unfortunate situation. And the, the sad part for the American public is there's no reason for it. No. Um, you know, we were energy independent, um, you know, less than two years ago. And it's unfathomable that we could fall so fast 
um, and so hard in such a short period of time. Well said, Mr. Mayor. We were energy independent, and we were actually a net oil exporter. We had more than we needed. We were exporting. I mean, it's just it's mind-blowing. Now we're buying dirty product. I mean, it's, I, I got to tell you, it's, it's frustrating at so many levels. Caller, do you have a comment or a question for Mayor Kane? You're on the air. Yes, yes, I do. I have a question for Mayor Kane. Good morning, Mayor Kane. Good uh, morning. How are you? Talking about fine. I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, I have a question. I was thinking about. You know, you're the mayor. Okay, you you don't put in costs like uh, the vehicles run in the municipality, and the police cars have to always stay running. So immediately, I thought about, wow, I wonder how an electric car could handle all those electronics in a police car and it constantly running. How long would it run? Would it last for an officer's shift even without it have to be recharged? You know? Uh, You know, that's that's funny. That question was posed to me over the weekend. It was posed in a different manner, too. And I appreciate your question, obviously, because I deal with both ends of this. And um, it was a running joke with uh, uh, our our chief. I I, I was constantly telling him that I was going to re-outfit the township uh, vehicles with Priuses. That's a joke, folks. I'm not doing that. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I don't know how much of a joke that is anymore, because with all due respect, uh, you know, that line item uh, for the municipality, you know, has has quadrupled so um you know that's 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 a simple fact of reality but um you know as someone posed it to me in the sense that you know with uh, uh traffic jams and and waiting and how long you know even though a car gets 300 miles uh the, the one of the longest range batteries now i mean there's reports of more but the average one is around 300 miles um you know, how are they going to hold up in, in those other types of situations? Just like you said, um, when you outfit them for, for emergency use and or, um, you know, if they're stuck in traffic for hours. So it, it's it's it is a question. Listen, I, I believe that anyone that wants to help support the environment should be able to do it by purchasing the vehicle of their choice. Um, I don't think this is the right way about it to go down and try to force it down Americans Americans throats. And at the end of the day, our grid can't handle it. It can't handle no. it now. And it would be a decade plus before they could get the grid up to speed in order to handle, um, you know, the transition to electric vehicles. Yeah, this hostility towards fossil fuels is really detrimental to the economy, to uh, the entire process, because they want to be ahead of the technology. It's it's not I totally agree. And then what they also don't take into consideration, Mayor Kane, and to our distinguished caller, is look at some of the dirty ways that electricity is made. How clean is it? It's a fake out. It's it's just it's not real what they're doing. Well, again, I think it should be my choice. I appreciate federal admission standards. I understand what they're doing with that, but it should be my choice. I should be able to make that decision. I should be able to drive what I want to drive, and and you know, you're you're forcing that on me now for for you know for for no reason. Mayor, do you think there? And we've got to run to the break in a second to the caller. We'll give you a quick comment to close with. Do you think that we are close to having the combustion engine, which I think I just have always believed that it could get more per gallon. See, it wouldn't matter if you got 80 miles a gallon, I'm not saying you can, then $7 would be 350 or less. So do you think there's going to be pressure to make the combustion engine more efficient? 
Well, they, they set those standards way in advance, and they constantly move towards those. But, um, yes, I mean, that, that, listen, 80 miles to the gallon already exists. The problem is the performance that, gets, that, suffer, that, that the vehicle suffers from in order to obtain that, the American consumer doesn't want to purchase that vehicle. Okay. I mean, that, that's, you know, if you go back to the 80s when, when the smog vehicles came out, when they first started uh, the stringent standards with emission standards, nobody wanted those cars. They were dogs. They, they couldn't get out of their own way. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, but, you know, the trick is to build a car, um, with that type of mileage that someone actually wants to buy and drive. Caller, anything in closing? Yeah, I agree with Mayor Kane on that. I had a 1980 Oldsmobile Cutler Supreme. It had the smallest V8 that came out at 262 with a two-barrel. And my dirt bike that I had when I was 13 <laughs> could pull out in traffic faster than that. Oh, that's funny. All right, well, thank you. Thank you. That's just a great, great comment. I uh, appreciate you. When we come back, more Mayor Kane. It's flying by because this is the Auto Plaza at English Creek. Monday mornings in the 9 o'clock hour. We're already at 46 minutes past the hour. Yes, as always, do not try this at home with Mayor Kane and the Auto Plaza at English Creek. I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Hi, it's Larry Elder, and I want to talk to you about 100% drug-free relief factor. I've been telling you about it for years on radio and television. Why? Because I believe in it. I use it. My friends use it, and hundreds of thousands of others out there have tried it. About 70% of those people go on to order more. They find that Relief Factor works to help their bodies fight inflammation and eliminate their pain. Take Mark in Texas, for example. He'd been dealing with pain in his right shoulder for months, almost constantly, when he decided to give Relief Factor a try. Within two weeks of taking it every day, the pain in his shoulder faded away and completely disappeared. There are so many people out there whose experiences with Relief Factor are just like Mark's. What about you? Might your pain be the next to go away with Relief Factor? Your first step to becoming pain-free just might be to order the three-week quick start for only nineteen ninety-five. Just go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-4-RELIEF, 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thanks very much. Welcome back. Thank you, great one. 52 minutes past the hour with Mayor Kane. It's the Auto Plaza at English Creek. A reminder for your automobile service parts and sales needs. Don't do as I say, do as I already do. Turn to Charles and Amory Kane and the Auto Plaza at English Creek, 6122 East Black Horse Pike in Egg Harbor Township on the web at myautoplaza.com. The phone number to make an appointment, again, for sales, service, parts, 609-646-2447. So, Mayor, much like our entire federal government was completely wrong, I don't know how we knew they were wrong, but they didn't know how wrong they were. Inflation was not transitory. Uh, it's now projected to go high inflation into 2023, we're basically telling the American people this is a long, slow, painful slog. That's where we're at, where really all sectors are affected, because if you take away the discretionary spending from people, then that affects maybe they don't go out to that restaurant or they don't go to the movie to see uh, Maverick, you know, Top Gun Maverick or whatever. 
That's eighteen fifty a ticket, by the way. So, you know, if you go with four or five people in your family, I mean, so this is going to have an effect. Uh, as you, I think you mentioned it earlier, a, a ripple effect. Oh, it certainly is. I mean, look, we're seeing it right now. And again, you go back to we talked about the car industry uh, earlier and you go back to, uh, you know, the, the conversation we've had on the show many times. You know, there's there's two types of buyers that drive the market, need buyers, want buyers. Right now, um, the need buyers are the ones that are, that are in the market. Uh, some want buyers, but in most most for most cases, need buyers. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, those individuals, um, you know, from a service standpoint, also, you know, we're seeing. Uh, uh, individuals trying to budget out those repairs because uh, uh, they're not able to do them at, at the at the time that they're bringing the car in, trying to budget those things out. Um, and, you know, in a lot of cases, they're probably still using some of that money to go out to the restaurant, go out to the movies, just as you said. Um, but when that car eventually breaks, you know, it's time. You have to go ahead and fix that car because yep. you have to get places. That is when you're going to see the ripple effects from restaurants, and other entertainment venues. That's when you're going to see that drop because, you know, it, it, you're going to have to pay at some point. Yeah. And it's an unfortunate thing, but something else is going to suffer. Right now, you know, listen, I can deal with that little light being on in my car. Yeah, it runs a little, uh, you know, all I do is go back and forth to work. But when it stops, guess what? Now yeah. you have to pay for that. And that money's coming from somewhere, man. Oh, yeah. Now it's like whatever it takes. I've got to have my car instead of keeping up on it. But I don't criticize anyone because these are very challenging decisions that people are being faced with let me follow uh with this one mr mayor and ask you to put your other cap on so you'll be like tim conway on the carol burnett show you go from one window to the other so we take you out of the auto plaza in english creek and i put you into the mayor's palatial office in hamilton township and i'm not saying this is 2008 and and uh, doom and gloom and and everything this is just this is just very challenging times at the moment uh Almost every indice will tell you that there has to be a recession. There's never been what we see lining up, and, and a recession always follows within a certain period of time. That's not to say that the second quarter, which we have just not even a month left of, will decide whether we're in a recession now or if there is even you know fractional growth, we'll avoid a recession by strict definition, but tell that to people that feel like we're in a recession already. But having said that, do you see any evidence right now, because you in Hamilton Township have a very, and Egg Harbor Township can say the same, and I think most of our communities can say the same, very high tax collection rate. But if this continues at some point, I think you're going to see a problem in that area. And that's something that obviously the, the local government needs the tax revenues in order to be able to operate. Do you sense any problem in terms of tax collection rate? I don't. I, I think that that will remain. The, re, the reason being is, I mean, there are um, a tremendous amount of companies out there that pick up these tax notes. And, and, and at the end of the day, um, you know, uh, Hamilton, we, we, we do, uh, our tax office does an amazing job of collections. Um, but I, I don't see that being as, as big of an impact of, as all the other things that are, we're faced with this economy right now. Well, I would agree because I think a lot of people realize you need a home, you need a roof over your head. So it's really one some of the things you can be late on. That's not one of them because your your name's in the paper, and even it's for if it's for a tiny amount of money, uh, you don't want to get yourself in that type of meat grinder. But uh, some really challenging moments where people are making 
tough decisions on what they can do, what they can't do. I'm sure there are many people, and it's a terrible thing because your credit starts to get messed up because of it. Maybe they decide, wow, i got to let this slide. I'll pay this one 30, net 30, five days. Now it's reported, oh, no, look at this. And then I won't pay this one, and then you pay that one. I think there's going to be a lot of people juggling and doing the best that they can. Oh, and look at the added pressure, uh, the unnecessary added pressure that it's going to put on each and every family. Uh, that's the sad part about this. And it's, and it's, with all due respect, it's manufactured. It did, this does not have to happen. It did not have to happen. And what's terrible though is if you are put into a situation where you've got to let things slide a little bit, then your credit score gets demolished. Then to go do anything, your rate is going to be higher if you can even get booked. I'm not saying at the Auto Plaza you can book anyone. You've got the credit program, but you get what I'm saying. You apply for a credit card, either it's a really high rate or you don't get approved or you get some 300-hour limit and not a $5,000 limit or something like that. So this continues to to hurt people uh, until it's fixed. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and it's going to linger long after because, as you just said, you, you brought up a very good point. You know, um, sometimes these blips in history in these times, when you look back, uh, you know, when you're in them, they seem like they're going to last forever. Uh, but, you know, you know, the, the, we're, everything is cyclical. And at the end of the day, you know, it's a cycle. We're going to go through it and we'll get out of it and, you know, it, the time, we'll have better times. But the, the effects on your credit report last for a very long, long time. A mayor in most cases, seven years. You out of this in two years. Right. You know, you could still be doing that with, with that for seven years. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, which is which is just awful, you know, and uh, would hate to see anybody have to be in that situation. But, you know, it's it's very, very real. Maybe you have tuition for kids in in grade school or, or beyond or things that you just are prioritizing. We've got to have a roof over our heads. So we got to pay the got to pay the mortgage and have to pay the taxes because we don't want to be with a problem there. And then you got to pay your car payment, right? If you have one, you got to pay for the gas to put in the, I mean, you get it. I mean, it just, it goes on and on. Then if there's something like, all right, the cable, oh my gosh, I don't want it to get turned off, but I don't die if, you know, if the cable does, and then you got to pay a reconnect fee. It just winds up hurting people in so many different ways, both big and small. Oh, it certainly does. I mean, and, you know, I was talking with uh, an individual yesterday, single mother, um, you know, had to make a decision, wanted to take uh, the child to the beach. And by the time they factored in beach tags, yeah. fuel, yeah. parking, yep. snacks, drinks, they were like, I, I can't afford to, I can't afford to take my child to the beach. Um, that is a sad point when you think about it. Yeah, because you used to think about it. The beach was free. Now it's not. Atlantic City still has a free beach, uh, but far and few between. And then everything else you're mentioning used to be just all so doable and not even you looked at it like it was a, a, a staycation, a free free vacation. Now it's big bucks. I haven't done it lately. How about a family of four going to a professional baseball game? How do you do? Oh, forget. Yeah. That's- now, Mayor, if we added it up, because you don't want garbage seats, so you're going to have to probably have several hundred dollars in tickets minimum. And you know, if you really want a good seats, it would be over a hundred and something each. You you talk about a family of four going to a professional sporting event. I'm not picking on anyone, the Yankees, Phillies, or anyone in particular, but that's got to be in. That would probably be like a $500 event, wouldn't you think? Oh, easily, easily. One baseball game, 500. 
because I'm counting everything, tolls, your food, the tickets, uh, any, you know, if somebody wants to get like a shirt or something or anything, uh, even if you don't want the shirt, it's it's big. The tickets, if I didn't mention the ticket price, is not cheap. Uh, you, you wonder what happened. Everything used to be doable, affordable. You you could do it without without strain, without you know any stress, any worry. Now it's like holy cow! You just you better watch it on TV as long as you're paying the cable bill. Well, and it's just sad to see that added stress uh, put on uh, you know young families, uh, you know seniors. Uh, you know that added stress is not necessary, and it, it's just it, you know. And and I hope they remember this at the ballot box in November. Oh, there's no doubt. It's that, that election's over. I mean, the Senate is in play. The House is gone. I mean, it's I, I, an ABC poll, which is is a Democrat garbage poll. Eighty three percent of the American people this November 8th are voting economy, inflation, gasoline prices. Eighty three percent. They're not voting for Democrats, Mayor. We haven't mentioned it, Mayor, uh, or at least I have not had the opportunity. Don't forget, tomorrow is primary day. Um, I am on the ballot in Hamilton. I would appreciate your support. Uh, you know, we are, it's an uncontested primary, but the show of support is always appreciated uh, for the entire ticket, uh, Republican ticket uh, in, in Hamilton and um, uh, here in the county. And, and, of course, with Congressman Van Drew at the top of the ticket. So uh, your support is greatly appreciated. Um, you know, Mayor, it's, it's just uh, unprecedented times we're going through. But, uh, listen, I asked that today uh, with the special meaning of today being D-Day, I had the pleasure of speaking at uh, uh, War Memorial Park in Mays Landing on Memorial Day. Uh, don't forget to honor uh, those that sacrifice so much. Uh, you know, you think about it, the largest amphibious assault ever performed, um, you know, happened today, um, uh, you know, uh, I believe, uh, you know, what, almost 70 years ago now. Uh, but each one of those individuals storming the beach, each and every individual storming that beach, was a member of a family, and don't forget that. Um, they separated themselves from their families to go and try to, uh, you know, and, and, and accomplish uh, freedom in this world. So, uh, yeah, they just saved the world. That's all. That's all. They just saved the world. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no, Mayor, no, so. no, uh, no big deal. Mayor, on a lighter note, our mutual dear friend, Dr. Harvey Kesselman, president and chief executive officer of Stockton University. Stockton University, several years ago, just emerged onto the scene in this popular esports gamers in other words uh it's huge around the country it's huge around the world stockton competed in the esports rocket league team competition in the 2022 collegiate world championships no other new jersey team made it even into the elite eight stockton did stockton won the elite eight round the quarterfinal they won the semifinal round and they lost competitive loss uh, along the way, they beat Berlin, Germany, a team from there. I mean, they literally are second in the world in this um, esports uh, space. How incredible is that? I mean, I understand it's not, you know, uh, it's not academics, uh, but it is competitive. It's highly competitive, and they are second in the world. I, listen, I, you know my affection for uh, Dr. Kesselman. I consider him a dear friend. Uh, the best thing Stockton uh, ever did was uh, 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 promoting him from provost to, to president.
uh, alumni from the uh, the first graduating class. True. His vision for Stockton has been, for Stockton has been unprecedented, um, and uh, they are doing an amazing job. And it's no listen that doesn't surprise me to see them come out uh, on top the way they did. So I re- incredible, Mayor. Down to twenty seconds. You know what to do. Mayor, I enjoy this uh, time with you and your listeners every single Monday morning, Mayor. And remember, Mayor, it is always a great day to buy a car. At the Auto Plaza at English Creek, 6122 East Black Horse Pike, Egg Harbor Township, on the web at myautoplaza.com, 609-646-2447. The Auto Plaza at English Creek by Charles and Amory Kane. Mr. Mayor, have a great day. Have a wonderful week, Mayor. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. See you now. Brian Kilmeade is here. We will see you.